young. Black. Opinionated. Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. As always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R R A. Four lies. That's unacceptable. Not on my watch. The hypo situ, you should just give it a chance. Like, bye guys. Time for my night. Ready. I woke up this morning. So you ready? And heard a TV sing something. Why can I not turn back around? Sick and tired of trying to save the world. I just want to spend my time in yoga. We recording? Yeah, we are. What to do, family? It's episode 84. <laughs> 84 of Young black and opinionated. I had to scroll up to the top of the notes to figure out where we were. Young black, young black and opinionated. Cherryo, Cherryo, mate. Oh damn! For know. a little bit, you know what I mean. All right, Reese. Yes. Turn on to the telly. For a little bit, I go down to London and take my car. Said, shut the fuck up, David. <laughs> David. <laughs> David, you can't sit there. You can't sit there and stare at me, David. Why does he smile like that? For a little bit. It's just her forehead. That's not her smile. No, oh, you terrible. She's not here to defend herself. Let me see. <laughs> you stupid. I, I, I swear you, be, you be starting this barbecue. Left is, good or, left is good or bad. Left is bad and right uh, is good. Right as you like. Mm, right as you like and left is. Uh-uh. Why JB starting this barbecue shit? No, it's what barbecue for a little bit. <laughs> Nickel bit. Oh, okay. Now look, that's. David, mm. let me see. You don't even like those type of people. <laughs> The other. <laughs> 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 I woke up this morning for a little bit. <laughs> you fucking shit up. You made the sound oh, system fall for a little bit. <laughs> David, pick it up. <laughs> David, you can't sit there and stare at it. Pick it up. I wasn't even looking at it. David, close to the lossy. What are you talking about? But you dropped it, David. Hey, I just, got comfy. Just for mm. a little bit. We reco- minute, we're recording lady. in the dark. I'm not lazy. I said women lady. We're on episode eighty four. That's not right. Oh, eighty four. <laughs> episode eighty four of Young Black and Opinionated. Sorry guys, we've been fucking around. As <laughs> always, you guys missed us. I am Reese Bear. That's R E E S E B E R A. Radio shit. For a wise is Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. <laughs> I'm Lassie at Lola Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all intro. That's <laughs> yeah, I wrote up <laughs> at Lola Baby on Snapchat B A Y B E B E E and on Instagram and Twitter at Lacrim Lola Wani. This is your boy Mwanje. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on. I don't know why I'm saying that. It's Mwanje, M W A N J E. You got it for Leopard. Wow. Follow me on all social media platforms. Yes, sir. As always, our website is ybopodcastmke.com. You can find all information about us there. Lassie, you want to tell oh, them where they can find the pod? You can find the pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Speaker, and YouTube. Do not forget to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You can su- subscribe on most of those platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, on iTunes, leave us a rating and review. Or if you don't have black iTunes, black. Um, hit us up on our Facebook page, Young Black and Opinionated. You can leave us a rating and review on there. Let the people know that you love us. 
Mm-hmm. Why do you want to tell them about that good old radio show? The good old radio show. Thank you, Reese. Uh, you can follow the radio show or find the radio show every Tuesday at www.riverwestradio.com or 104.1 uh, River West Radio. And that's FM. Um, and you just check us out. Uh, you know, we uh, we have some great content on there. Um, we have people come in and um, and uh you know, just join surprise, us. join us, surprise guests, chit chat, you know, stuff oh, like that. Okay. Check out our latest episode. We're with uh, Super Duper, and um, yeah, yeah, just check us out. You'll love it. I think you will. I think you will. You don't cuss. <laughs> we can't cuss. <laughs> we can say "oss." <laughs> anyway, uh, jump right. In. Anything else we missing? Milwaukee mm, news before know. we get to Milwaukee thank news. Thank y'all for uh, thank yeah, thank us. y'all for rocking with us. Thank y'all for tuning into the radio thank. show. Thank y'all for listening to um, the mashup episodes. We appreciate that too. Um, as always, let us know what you think. Let's dive right in, dive it. Um, just a little, little Milwaukee I guess, news. Uh, Milwaukee news. For a little bit. For a little bit. We were uh, featured on episode 75 of Sweats and Suits. So if you haven't listened to that episode or, uh, as of yet, just go ahead and check it out. Uh, With Seth and Dive it. Seth and Hilarious. Hilarious. Seth and Eric. Um, Check us out. It was a great conversation. Right. Got to say it Appreci- with an A. <laughs> we appreciate the uh, love. Right. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So just check that out. I just want to do a little, what they call it? Um, home, what they call it? Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. I like when people say that. Housekeeping. Yeah. yeah shout out to them. Y'all had a good time last year? Had a good time? Yeah. It was interesting. Uh, dang. Some of y'all more pods now. Right. Some we've been waiting to do for. What's the last one we did? Was it, was it 72 and 10? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes, it is. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. We, we we went to um we went to Tech File when they did their live show or well, not live show but we yeah were but there. we didn't record with them no we yeah. didn't record we were in the background though we talking about singing recording. in the background yeah, yeah. recording yeah uh, invite us nigga shit <laughs> uh, <laughs> they like Mm-mm, y'all ain't invited us right well, we got y'all you know it's all this it's all love and we were talking about that too about yeah. the, on the show we were talking about pods just uh potting it up they're potting it up yeah like all right you don't really see the, our, our club, podcasting our, our podcast in our city like as tight as it is as opposed to other cities and stuff like that so um yeah so check that episode out and um david have us on your pod we also want to talk about the brady fest too is happening today mm-hmm. right now as we said the speak, brady fest the mm-hmm. brady fest um happens every year around this time is there a specific date mm-hmm. no you said last year it was like on the 31st like the last, right? the 31st. probably the last saturday in the month um it was the 30th or 31st i think yeah so yeah the it's, audio that we had of that nice lovely clip for, said the 31st for those that are listed in france and um japan and all those good places um <laughs> london for london. a little bit <laughs> um what it is brady fest it's just a uh, street down um a street downtown near water i don't know why street but a street downtown um that they block off and it's just certain vendors and events that people have like the they do live side. shows um, they even have a wrestling match uh, during the day. Uh, they do that every year. Is where uh-huh. no, I never, I never got a chance to see that. Um, <laughs> and they do also the bike ride things. I don't know if that's part of Brady Fest either. But I, used, I seen it last year. I saw them come swoop around Capitol at Pumbo. It's, it's actually called the Tour de River West. So um, you got white people like, woo, mm-hmm. and pick me up. Um, we have one that where they like naked and do it too. Yeah, they, uh, uh, the underwear freaky. joints. Yeah, the underwear um, joints. They're not naked. He said joints. I, I don't. I forgot the name of they call Sounds that. Too um, sexy the naked mile. No, I don't know. <laughs> <Naked> David. <laughs> uh, it's David, called you River West. Your bike naked. Um. So yeah, like I said, I, I actually when I was at work, someone asked, "What is there to do in Milwaukee?" And I, you know, I explained mm-hmm. to them like, "There's so many things to do. Um, you you can definitely find something to get into." 
a lot of places, new places are open up downtown, and like I said, Brady uh, Street Festivals. Now. Y'all got y'all going? If I finish my damn hair, <laughs> possibly uh, women in their hair. Um, I'm gonna go out looking like this. <laughs> there you go. So YBO, YBO, cheap suits, cheap suits. Stupid. Party in the front, right. business in the back. <laughs> cheap suits, how cheap? Diamond, cheap suits. where's your hat? Cheap <laughs> Where's that from? You can't come out here looking like that. Rush hour. Um, I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> said, hit him and shoot him and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm do it. I'm a guy. He can't even. He can't even. He won't even feel it. Um, Stupid. Anything else? Or last year we went. Um, mm-hmm. Was that the year we went? We or did mm, you know last we read year? it. <laughs> I was just about to say he read. That so. was two years ago. That one two years ago was it? it? Yes. Me and oh Reese. Me and Reese went last year by ourselves. Yes. Oh. Damn. Time be going by. Yeah, because I had that pink jumper. Well, I was yeah. That's when you tried to wear that pink shirt. And I'm like, that's when I. Um, what was with last year? I don't think you went last year. Oh my, who's what summertime boo was I with? Well, we know it was two years ago, so she was mad. It right? was two mm-hmm. years ago. You said you ain't going. You said you ain't going, but you can go out there. I'm like, Mwanja was Mwanja was doing that thing my dad be doing now. when you're trying to get you to go. Come on, come on, come on, come on. She's listening now. Um, yeah, so <laughs> uh, little did we yeah. know it was hot, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna write you. I just think it's funny how. Oh man, I got sick. a new nigga. I got Ooh. a new boy or an uh, old nigga. Ooh, y'all. See, I thought I was petty, I don't know but they are way well, pettier than I am. Way pettier than I am. I thought I was petty. I thought some I was people petty. go back to their exes. Mm. I was just saying. Oh, move along. Mm. Anyway, Milwaukee Bucks Arena. <laughs> um, Teresa, can you say that name again? Because I do not know how to say Fizzerve. Fizzerve. The Fizzerve. So, Damn, I thought it was Fizzerve. I thought it was Fizzerve, too. Um, I could be making it up. You I, do, just, I think you're, it sounds better. That I way. see them all, all the time on ND. I, I see Fizzerve. them hiring. Mm. Yeah, I knew somebody that worked there, too. So. Yeah, well, y'all niggas hiring. Mm-hmm. For a little um, bit. Let's go see. It might be Fizzerve. It, could be, it, it do sound a little weak, though. Yeah, it, it, it well. They, yeah, they came that, with a point, though. Yeah, they did. So they stroke. They stroke. They struck a uh, 25-year right. naming right deal. Naming rights deal for the new downtown arena. Um, so gonna be, this is going to be around for 25 years. We're going to be old before they have to rename this arena. But um, the Pfizer. Well, um, they might tear down. Ooh. I'm just saying. How um, to pronounce? It might be Pfizer. Yeah, so, yeah, it might be Pfizer. I think it is. Um, I think, a little bit. I think um, Camille said that we're going to call it the 414 Forum or something like that. Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as people should know that uh starting a August twenty sixth, I believe, um, the new arena will be open and ready for uh ready for play. That was the other day, huh? And um it's a five hundred twenty four million dollar arena. Um it's like, you know, once you go downtown it's just one of the um It's pretty, right? It's pretty the very bells pretty. and twinkles that they mm-hmm. add on. I'm like, ooh. I was looking, um, sometimes when I leave work I'd be fucking up trying to skip cars, so then I'd be trying to get on the going under the tunnel but i don't get over in time so i gotta go all the way up looking stupid so i drove past the arena and i was looking down the street where I, it seems as if they're gonna put that little um the media media part outside where they're gonna have little shit you can kind of see through to the other side where as in the past it was blocked off so it's cool to kind of see what they have done and just it all in totality it looks pretty cool so mm-hmm. yo so it's, it's interesting about pfizer if it's a 34 year old public company uh, traded company um and its value is set at thirty one billion dollars um, mm-hmm. on Thursday, past Thursday, and um so far it really doesn't have any it didn't have any presence in the city of Milwaukee, uh not even any stages on on um in Summerfest. So I think this is a big move for them, kind of you know cement themselves in the city and 
And I think I don't know. I guess the the you know say hey we're here hey Milwaukee we're here we're giving back to the community. Yeah. Um, hmm. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the name? I think a um, lot of people are kind of like, huh? I was just about to say it sounds ugly now. Like just just thinking, and you know now coming to the Pfizer Forum, J Cole sounds weird. <laughs> the Pfizer. But I. I don't know. I don't like the before. Was it in the um, Wisconsin Entertainment and something sports, sports and entertainment center or something? Yeah, I think it, yeah. I think it's going to end up sticking over time. It yeah. just sounds right. dumb as hell right now. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So Marquette, you know, Marquette is going to be playing there too, and um, you know. So uh, are, they, are, they, are they tearing it down the um, BMO? Yeah, they are. I'm they, I think they sure. are tearing it down. They said. I'm not. They're going to tear that down. Then we got the Panther Arena. It's crazy over time how the arenas changed because we were at work talking about it, and I was like, um, because I. I was like the Panther Arena, but for some reason I couldn't think of the name of it before. And I'm like, damn, what was the name of it before? And then this old dude was like the Mecca Arena. I'm like, no, nigga, that's too old. I'm talking about mm-hmm. after that. He's looking at me like, Ugh. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's cool just to kind of see the growth over time of the city itself. Like I was in the, the Mecca Arena. One of my older coworkers from the past was t- telling me about just going to the old Bucks game and Kareem playing back in the day. And I think the All Star game was here in like '78 or some shit. Um. And then I think the BMO was built on what, like, 89? And that's not really that old. Um, mm, yeah, no. Yeah, it's no, interesting no. that they built it, I guess, that small in a sense. I mean, it is a smaller city, but now it's an emerging city that's growing. And to see them, um, like, rebuild it, um, a new one is pretty cool. And just to kind of see the change throughout the city, um, I think my mom told me there was, like, a highway kind of going through at one point hmm. where all that shit was. Wow. I had to turn um, that down. Wow. Yeah, just in the past, like way before. So, because I remember it was kind of dead right there at first, and I think I think she said that. So it's cool to kind of like if you see them old pictures, they'll have like what Milwaukee looked. Oh at. yeah, the like old timey Milwaukee. Yeah, and it's just cool to kind of see. That's you know, you know, when you're young, like because me and my mom sometimes will hang out. Like, well, it used to be here. Or this used to be um, Walgreens, or it used to be. Yeah, something. they said like locusts and stuff was like nothing there. They said it was like barren, like it wasn't even homes or nothing. It was just like grass, and then all of a sudden they start. What you mean? MLK or no, not MLK. Like when you're driving, uh, like heading towards Madison, like um, you know, you go to Locust and then you go get on the freeway, like you're heading towards Madison. Um, like they said, it was like barren, like it was just nothing but it wasn't even houses there yet. Like, yeah, you talking about like about a Marquette interchange over there by the law school? No, 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 no. you going to uh, you going to uh, West more more so. You said north. Madison, that's West. Um. Near the locust area, near yeah, the I'm locust like, area. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. I was saying oh. like when you get off that, you know, and off, like that whole little, locust. yeah, off on locust, and you uh, see like that whole little. I I was told there was nothing there. Uh, Tell me where the houses are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know about that because them houses always shit. Because my yeah, mom and them grew up over there, but um, yeah, she told me that um, that uh, you know where G's Clippers and all that shit is right mm-hmm. there. Um, that building on the corner. Um, I think Liz's husband worked there now, but it's uh, it used to be called Gimbals. Actually, when you drive by, you can see the name still on the building. I I think I was doing some field work one day. And I'm like, damn, it still said the name. And she said it used to be like a department store, like where they used to go and buy like oh, okay. clothes, Sears type shit. And obviously the um, what do you call it? The Milwaukee um, on North Avenue and Milwaukee Mall. Yeah, it used to be mm-hmm. Sears and all that shit. My mom was like, yeah, I got my first bike there back in shit, 69, 70. So I just think it's cool to see, not even cool to be honest, just to see how there was shit in the neighborhood as far as stores, mm-hmm. and then see that there's really like nothing no more. You got to go out to go to the mall. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, shout out to Milwaukee though for rebuilding and uh, we'll get some black people in there to do some shit too. So. Yeah, so shout out to the uh, Pfizer uh, Arena Forum. Um, huh, I got to change what I said. Right, right, and it's gonna be interesting to hear it now. Mm-hmm. Play two K. You know, they always say the Bradley Center, and they always show. 
um, like different clips from the city of the city or place that you're playing in. And it's going to be interesting to see the new arena on the game. So I'm excited to uh, see all that. Um, but yeah, that, that's it. That's it for more, I guess, Milwaukee news. Yay. Yay. Question of the week. Question of the week. So we got to ask YBO question from Mikoy. Um, shout out to the real McCoy. He said, who does each, who do y'all think y'all being us, I'm just going to read the way it's, I got it. Who does each member of YBO think is the funniest member of YBO and why? Funniest member? I think I think Lassie. I think I think Lassie, you funny in your own way, meaning that it don't come it you, you're serious about what you're saying and it it comes off funny, at least to me. You sure I'm being serious? I don't know. I don't know. I, I it, Yeah, I think it's you. I would say I would say you. What about you, Reese? Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and said I think I am. That's it. I think Reese's the funniest too. Like she just be quick with it. Like when we did our lot, when we did the podcast fest, and oh, she yeah, was just yeah, coming yeah. up with shit. I'm like, damn, she's good. Even uh, I remember when you, <laughs> yeah, I said you got your Versace on. She said Versace. I'm like, uh, yeah, she be. Uh-huh. I think, and I think you know she does watch. You know, Reese watches a lot of comedy, as y'all know. So. I, I would have to go with Reese. Like, I think I'm funny. But I will say, though, um, that's just my answer. But I think we all are for, like, in our own way. Because I think, yeah. like, Lassie will have, like, she gets me when she, she'll she say something and they be like, wait, what you say? And then it just be funny as fuck. Like, or she'll be that's serious. Right, yeah. Or when Moanjay be telling his little stories or just have some little slick ass shit to say. Like, <laughs> you know, I just think whenever it comes, it's just funny generally. But yeah. I agreed. Wani? Did you have a lot Did you? Everybody answered? Yeah, we did. There's only three of us. No, it went quick and shit. I'm going to be talking and shit. But all right. Well, uh, listeners, let us know what you think. Uh, it was quick. Damn. Question of the week. What's going on? What's going on? Who's Neil Wilson? Um, oh, God. Oh, God. So um, there was a young lady in California, um, the, the Bay Area. I can't. Uh, Oakland. Mm. Um, she was. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull up my thing. My My story's here. Because uh, I don't want to get it incorrect. Um, Nia Wilson is uh, Nia Wilson. Um, was eighteen year old young lady. Her and her sister were followed off of one of their trains. I don't know if it's a train. Oh, I feel weird about saying train. Oh, okay. but they were followed, and um, one sister got her. You know, she got her throat slit and, you know, the guy kept going. Um, a lot of people are, you know, it's this, it's the same, it's the same old thing. Something happens to a black person, mm-hmm. you know, and black people are like, when will it end? Like, all these celebrities are like, when is it going to end? All these people are like, when is it going to end? Um, her, her, her and her sister were together, but her sister didn't get hurt. If I'm remembering correctly, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. y'all. I can't find the article that I had, but yeah, I seen a video of the dude getting arrested, and they were, you know, it was the guy who murdered her. He was just, you know, it was just like really. Okay, so um, so I, I know what you're talking about now because I saw it and then, and I saw it on I saw it on BT News. I'm like, why did it really? Hey, BT News, know BT um, News. Yeah, yeah, they have like or they do their cuts and commercials and ah. stuff like that. Um, so I had to dig a little bit deeper because I was trying to figure out why okay. was it, you know, one of those things where it was racism, why I think race is, race is involved because I thought it was just, you know, a, a 
I'm not a mugging, but a killing. Uh, but because it was a white guy um, that did it, and I guess he's trying to plea that mm-hmm. he was in, he's schizophrenic and and um, insanity crazy, if you will, um, you know, lack of a better term. And um, and so you're saying that there's a video showing him being arrested, and he was treated like like the guy that shot up the uh, Charleston Nine. Pretty much. Okay, that's why it's an issue. Okay, because I was just trying to find, figure out, like, okay, why? I mean, I understand that you don't want somebody, you know, a, a black woman's dad. Like, I, I don't want to say I'm treating that lightly at all. But I was trying to figure out how does it, how did this particular story make news? That's all I was just trying to figure out. And then I saw that Anne Hathaway, other uh, white celebrities were coming um, to. Anne Hathaway snap. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And um, and I, I was just trying to figure out why. Where it's coming from. So I, I guess after learning that I mean, news, that's just startling. You know, she. She's she, 18, right? Yeah. 18 years old. Mm. You know, she's just getting off the BART, which is their transportation system. Um, and like. Like who like it say that she died on the platform Sunday night after a man identified as 27 year old transient. John Lee Cowell approached and quickly stabbed her and Latifah Wilson, 26, both in the neck. That's her older sister. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like, that's alarming. Like, you can't even be on the train or, you know, you can't even travel from point A to point B without stuff like this happening. And then the fact that he ended up stabbing two people and fled from the scene. That's very like, difficult, too. That's alarming. Like, it's bad enough that all this other stuff is happening where black people have to wash their back. Now it's like, I'm just trying to get home or wherever they were going, you know? Yeah. They, they were saying that it's, they believe it was, I know the father said that he believed that it was race related. Um, I was going to ask y'all, do y'all think what y'all just say is race related? Uh, that's why, that's why I said I, it was very, without that's, knowing the information at first, I'll just kind of figure out like, how did this get here? You know what I mean? And I don't, I, I don't honestly, I don't, I don't really know much about it. I just know what happened. And I was like, I seen what Anne Hathaway said. And, um, I think I seen a couple people or somebody specifically was just saying like, I don't know if I could just say it's race related. Not right. me, but I was just asking y'all based upon what all y'all know. Cause I don't really know a lot about that's it. That's how I feel. I don't know much either. Um, I got some stuff saved, but I just really couldn't, I couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people, no, you know, no offense. Like, well, I just say I'm not trying to take this lightly, but people do crazy shit all the time. Like, people do shit like this, you know. And like, there was a story when I was living in Florida. There was a story about like a man, a man or a woman. I can't remember. They had a, they were having a bad day, right? So because this lady was at the grocery store, she was putting, she was coming back to her car with her groceries and everything. And all she did was look at that person and smile because she was having a good day. That person got out the car and stabbed her. Mm. Yeah. So it's like people just be having bad days and they go around and it could be one little trigger. They could be like the next person that come through the door. I'm going to kill. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I can't. Bad day, they sick. It no. is sick. But I'm saying like. The bad just, day is like I thought, you know, you cry or, you know, you probably yeah. cut somebody out. But I'm just going. Based, I'm just going based off what I've seen in some stories of people attacking people like this like people just be like i was just having a bad day like mm. whoa the only thing i don't like is I, they showed a clip of this white guy and i forget specifically what he said but he just kind of like 
oh well this is, it happened i did see and that that's what makes me sometimes not i don't really know about the act itself it can be but when mm. you're just so insensitive and right. to be very um you know i guess open about it or whatever if that was probably a young white girl you probably wouldn't have gave that same dry ass response right like, right exactly oh, yeah, like well, yeah, we need happened. we need better you know we need more cameras on the train we need more yeah. it'd be more reform going on but as opposed like you said as opposed to someone saying oh uh, well you know it happened um like I said, I, I didn't have all the information. I did read a little bit about it. I was just trying to figure out, you know, what the, uh, what the issue is to make it race related. And I can understand that, uh, you know, if this gentleman, not gentleman, but if this guy gets arrested and he's treated as, you know, like the guy from uh, Charleston 9 and get burger and, you know, do all this stuff and try to calm him down and, you know, then, yeah, I, I can understand that, you know, what black, why don't black lives once again matter? Um, but. You know, mm-hmm. I guess more information, more to come out and, and see what happens. And, you know, um, we say condolences, condolences to, to the family. family. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that, that's someone's cousin or someone's niece or someone's, someone's sister. daughter. That that's, girl. Yeah, lost, sister. Yeah. And she was, um, she was a rapper. I did see a video of her sister playing her music at her memorial and it was actually a really good song. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's sad. She could have been Had great. Career, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Been great. So it's just mm-hmm. unfortunate that things happen like that, but um you got to keep pushing and you got to you know you got to keep working to try to make the safe better place because that's ridiculous for someone to just do that and that one more thing not to cut you off but you said you know make the world a safer place and um it's not funny that you say that but one of the things that i did see was this girl she tweeted um how people keep saying women be safe out here and you know it's only so much safe we can be you know Mm-hmm. So it's like, at what point is it like, um, at what point is it on other people? You know what I'm saying? Like people keep saying, like I said, women be safe, but like we are being safe. She was with somebody. She wasn't by herself. Mm, and yeah. then they both ended up getting hurt, but you know, she ended up dying and it's like, well, what more can I do? God damn it. Like. It's just crazy. Didn't he have a problem or something? It's just these crazy people out here. And I, but I agree with that though. Y'all stop. Just stop. Stop killing people and shit. So. Yeah. That was sad. Yeah. So. Sad. Yeah. Um. Well, just to change gears, switch gears, and mm-hmm. maybe talk about something a little, a little different. I don't want to. We don't want. Definitely don't want to end on summer note. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about Monique and how she lost her rabbit ass mind. Um, Did she? Uh, do we all have rabbit minds no, uh, right well our brain is probably um, you know what let me not talk about anything Monique for you get me right. Jay, you're like that man from my sweet brother my sweet right brother. come here come here let me what's your grandmama's she name she gonna rub your right. stomach <laughs> um, <laughs> see that's what I'm talking about that's what they said a little stuff like that um, I wasn't being serious no no no, no. I, I know it, it, it came off serious like she gonna rub your stomach like you could I saw her visually saw, seeing her like actually rub my stomach <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I see <laughs> here, here she come uh, um, y'all ain't shit uh, <laughs> y'all ain't shit uh, Roseanne Roseanne so we all know Roseanne was fired Ooh. from her show uh, because she said uh, she called <laughs> I thought the bitch was white um, that's so sick um, like, that is sick <laughs> so she made those comments about a, a black woman saying that you know she's uh, called her ape and things of that nature because she was talking about um 
Obama, Iraq, and um, policy reform and things of that nature. So Monique uh, actually has come to the defense of fellow comedian Roseanne Barr. Mm. And uh, here's let's just give you her statement. My sweet sister. Mm -hmm. She said, "When I remember when I had the Monique show, there was there was there were big major black superstar talent that had white representation, and they told their talent that show was too black, and we really don't want you to go on there." Um, but there was a white woman named Roseanne Barr that showed up for me and they didn't hear the conversation when the cameras wasn't rolling. That woman was giving me some beautiful words. Um, so she's basically saying that this is our sis this is our sis this is her sister in comedy, and then when she makes a mistake, you know, we gotta forgive her. She said, My sister made a mistake and she was she said something I knew I know she wishes she could take back. But what I would ask is we don't throw her away. Um so with that being said, um, there's a clip from the article. If you go to Ebony Magazine and type in this uh, article, it basically says Monique. Um, just type in Monique, it'll come up. Uh, you can see her defending Roseanne Barr. And I guess, ladies, um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Like, it, it, you know, does she have something? Is she just basically saying, look, she had my back back in the day and I am just want to return the favor, favor, favor? Um, or, you know, if someone does something good for you, but they do something that's just tumultuous, tumultuously wrong should we kind of like just throw them on the wayside or what or what or maybe should you, or should you all have a private conversation say hey roseanne look that's wrong <laughs> what what would y'all do or would y'all publicly say look i got i got your back um La say for instance lassie lassie did some shit and you know she said that uh i think as as somebody's friend you may you need to make sure that they are corrected and checked if it's something that she did in that in that nature i get that she was only person that came to her monique show whatever the mm -hmm. case may be but i think as we talk about generally with friends or black guys or whatever it is generally women you need to make sure if your friend did something wrong that they are checked so right. i mean it seems like she came off just basing it off of that's my friend mm -hmm. and that's that which i can i can see too but i just think what she did on top of that is like have you talked to her about it at least like can, what's what's the level with that right. granted that's y'all business but still we need to make sure that there's some type of medium there because you can't be saying crazy shit then i get on tv i'm already and then she already on thin ice already right. monique and i say thin ice because you know i see what she was saying i, I straddle with her but it's kind of like mm. Focus on right, yourself right, right, right now. <laughs> yes, I think someone mentioned okay. in comments like, "Hey, you know, like Monique, like just be quiet. You don't have to say nothing. Right. If that was your friend, just talk to her personally, right, personally, right. and just keep it moving." But I don't know, Lassie, what's your thoughts? Reese did something. She said, "Oh, she said women are bald headed." I don't know. She said something crazy. No, and I mean, I understand. I understand the situation. It's like kind of like what Reese said. Like, it's like Monique, you already got this spotlight on you right now. And you trying to make it bigger by adding in like first people was against you. Then people was like, oh, OK, I kind of feel for Monique. She was right. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you was moving in the right direction. And now mm -hmm. because Roseanne, your girl, you like, I'm going to have her back anyway. No, 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 no. You still trying to move forward. Don't let this move your ass back. Because now people feel like, oh, hell, now Monique didn't say some, you know, crazy shit again. Um, Granted, if that's your friend definitely have her back and you know behind the scenes i don't i don't know if i don't even know from that from what she's saying that is it's her friend i guess she's just saying like it's a you know like it's a someone in the industry like you have someone in the industry as my sister in comedy Whatever. at the end of the day like i i honestly hate when celebrities use social media when they can reach out to that person like y'all have the power to have my people call your people type shit like how like ti sometimes call people out on instagram yeah, it's just like uh, please stop like 
Especially I, I if we that know was, you have their number. No, I think that was that situation was appropriate because he, like Charlamagne said, he made a good point. Charlamagne made a point saying that if someone does something crazy like that in public, correct, and checking in public. In this situation here, I think she's not really checking her. She's just basically saying, I got your back. Whereas she should have said, I mean, she did say that, you know, she made a mistake. She should have attacked her a little bit more. Because the thing about Roseanne that I was going to mention as well, too, is that this isn't the first time that stuff like this has happened with her, according to uh, sources. Um, it was, they were saying, like, she has made racist comments before. And, um, you know, of course, she's a Trump supporter. So, you know, as a woman, how can you support Trump? And he's talking about grabbing women by the vaginas and doing all this stuff and 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 caging up children and separating them from their families and then telling the children that you know your mommy and daddy really don't want you you know stuff like that so i don't know um monique uh you know maybe she has a a better plan designed i don't know she needs to talk to daddy pause and you know they need to figure this out uh but yeah this I, i i just when i saw this i was like she lost her rabbit ass mind um and she need to go find it because it's that's great so as well. you don't think she should have supported her in that way or you don't uh, what are, why you say she lost her mind well I, I i just feel like she just went off in the deep end and like i said she didn't necessarily check her behavior she just said she made a mistake and like i said before this is mm, something that yeah. you know oh, whereas the ti okay, case as a ti case he checked his behavior yeah he checked his behavior and said you know oh, yeah, we you got know, a call i think oh. Hilarious. The thing. YBL Podcast. Who's this? Oh, the quarter trash. Oh, hello? Yes. YBL Podcast. Who's this? I'm calling in. <laughs> okay, calling in. All right. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about Monique. Monique has uh, one on the front lines and, and is uh, supporting. Um, I think you can take it off speaker now. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. All right, perfect. You turn just a little bit, please. Thanks. Um, so we're talking about Monique, and Monique has gone to the defense of Roseanne Barr, saying that Roseanne has just simply made a mistake, and that you know she they, she needs to be forgiven and not thrown away on the wayside because she is her sister in comedy. Um, I personally say no. Actually, I want to know what your thoughts are. Yes, and she exposed her true feelings, and I feel like you can't go back from that, especially people, older people, because that's not something they just, that's not brand new to them, you know, so if this is what she's feeling, she's been feeling this way for years, so I feel good. So you ain't fucking with her? I ain't fucking with her at all. I ain't watched Roseanne growing up, no way that we could, so. <laughs> Damn. Um, so there isn't, in your mind, anything that, uh, uh, that's right, by the way. Is there, is there, any, there isn't anything in your mind that can, I guess. I didn't know which Jabari it was. That's yeah. Uh, re, um, I guess bring back Roseanne or, or, or. Nope. Not your, uh, <laughs> damn. So. Any type of restitution. I don't want to use big words. Today. No, like, what can you say? Like. Like, what can you say? When your thoughts, the way people thoughts are their deepest emotions and feelings. So she just come out and say something. She's only going to come out and apologize or whatever, only because, you know, she's got on all, she's gotten all this uh, backlash from it. Right. Well, she thought so, the bitch was white. Huh. Oh, my God. Well, Please. It doesn't matter. Right. So are you, like, 
in regards to Monique, like, are you, is it okay what she did? Are you like, mm, she ain't had to put it out there? Is it okay because she just showing support? Or is it not okay because she didn't check her? Like, what are your thoughts as far as Monique, you know, just saying, well, like, this is my sister in comedy and she was there for me? Well, and that's, that goes back to where your loyalty lies. Like, okay, she's your sister in comedy. Okay, but you are the man. Monique is always the man person saying we need to stand up for the development of color and all that. So, right. I don't know. So, I don't really understand Monique sometimes. She, she wants to work yeah. Netflix. She wants to do all this other stuff. That's like, what somebody was like, well, where was Roseanne when she was going through her shit? I mean, she <laughs> could have been there through her, you know, behind doors, but step your ass up here too. To the uh to the line and speak about my shit. So facts, mm. facts. Exactly. Uh yeah, I, I yeah, I just think that is just wild. And um, and what if what if Roseanne came out and said, you know what, I I don't like I don't like black people. I don't like certain black people. Her PR says you just come out and say something because I think what the issue is is that when you say stuff like I thought the the woman was black, you are white. Uh, you thought the woman was white. You know, it comes off as well. You you still have racist remarks. What if she just come out and say, you know what? I, I don't I don't really like black people too much, or I don't like certain <laughs> black people. And this and this own up to what her issue is. Like, like could, could we could it be easier for us to oh, go ahead? I was gonna say them certain black people should feel the type of way. Like, right? So would it be easier for us to like digest her? No, no. <laughs> I just okay. think we wouldn't fuck with her. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. But at least she's honest. Yeah. Don't straggle the fence. Yeah, man. that's the issue. I think that's the yeah. main issue. Like, you thought she was white, but yeah, you know, she, you still said it. You know what I mean? So, has she been white? It's still she wrong. So stressed it's, out. Yeah, it's still <laughs> wrong. You're talking about a fellow woman, a, a sister. You know what I'm saying? So, it just. Uh. Oh, please. Bitches don't care. Oh. I thought that I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks, Jabari. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, Jabari, before you go, since we have you here, if it's appropriate oh, yeah. for you to speak about, can you can you tell me how you like your new job? How's that going? Oh, I love it. I'm actually preparing the brief right now for a client. Awesome! Look at you. Prepare my yeah. brief. You're gonna prepare YBO Look at brief. Look at God. Nah. God is good. You I said you're gonna prepare uh, YBO briefs. Prepare y'all briefs. Y'all got a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> for our name, I'm just playing. I'm going to subpoena you. I want to change the name. What's going on? Don't be calling me. I'm going to hang up on you. Anyway. All right, Jabari. Well, thank you so much for calling us. All right, you have a blessed evening. What's y'all on tonight? What's y'all on tonight, man? Man, I got a piece of my hair I need to be braiding. Yeah. And sleep. Yeah. Sleep or Brady Fest? One of the two. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot about Brady Fest. Okay. All right, Roll up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> See you later. Silly. Yeah. I love it. Parallel or barley. So all in all, we, all in all, are we are we done with Monique, or is it are we still giving her a chance and trying to see where she's going with this, or because with the Netflix thing, I can't, I think toward the end we kind of like, oh, we get it, we get it. Yeah. You just went about it the wrong way, but we get it. Yeah, I don't think I really had an issue with her. Now I was just really trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I just think that sometimes it's funny as fuck, but sometimes she can be kind of condescending when she be saying certain things, mm. even though it's funny. But um. Yeah, I can see what what the issue was. I just think that you know some stuff is just just focus on us right now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't know. For me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't step on it. Auntie Mo. She be. I be. I follow her Instagram. She be getting it. She looked thinner than me. Shit, mm. I gotta get my shit together. Red big. <laughs> she looks good. Anyway, uh, switching gears. Big, you raggedy. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever somebody gets old, their head gonna get big. You think so? 
all old people got big heads. So Definitely. what if it had the reverse effect for me? Because my head big now. Like I, I get my say, head you might smaller. have a motherfucking no, lollipop. Listen. <laughs> Never mind. Forget it. Um, Go for it. Stevie and Faith. Yeah. So, <laughs> question. So, as we know, Stevie, Stephen Jordan, and uh, Faith are now <laughs> are now married. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. Did you see their song, Moanje? The who? The video that they made? No, I didn't see the video. I heard a little bit, a little clip of the song. Um, Videos. Wow, we saw a fake titty in her ass. Where? Hold on now. Wait a minute. I knew he was going to do that because he saw them extra. How about extra? I want to see titties. Oh, so you know you look like you ain't never looked at a titty before. <laughs> it's been a long time. Been a long um, time. I had like I was telling you like, early last year. I didn't really watch it. I just heard I'm a comment reader. The comments just had me rolling. Like, <laughs> somebody was like, uh, "Biggie probably rolling over his grave." <laughs> and they had the little um, the meme. Her. Shut up, William. Well, yeah. The meme <laughs> from um, Waiting to Excel. He was like, "You raggedy bitch." Like it was just funny <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> that clip is hilarious. Like it, I'm sorry, I love it. But, but um, yeah, I just is. Like, I don't know if it's real. Like, obviously, they had the song. Um, I was hearing that the kids were kind of like, what the fuck? So, I mean, because I think he's the godfather of, I think, her and um, um, Biggie's son. That's what they say. So, it's daddy now. God step daddy. Real daddy. I'm sorry. Step dad. That's funny. Um, I don't know. I guess it's interesting because a lot of people also have been saying that... um, it's weird because Stevie was so close to Biggie back in the day. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Like, hey. is it okay? Hey, it's fair game. Does that gone. matter if it's uh, yeah. 25? I mean, look at it. Joe years? Biden, Joe Biden's son died and the wife married that's the brother. Sick. That's yeah. the Michael. That's what happened with the Jacksons and shit. Two of them got the, they uncle, their cousin brothers. Cousin brothers? They are. Jermaine and one of the mother ones got the same baby mama. Oh, Lord. Jermaine um, or somebody. I think for me, it's just more so if I was a best friend, I would look over your wife and like make sure she's straight, make sure the uh, kids as well, too, if I was that close. I, I wouldn't want to. dude that died, his baby mama got a, just like what you just, just described, she mm. having a baby by dude. The, what's the dude? Hernandez dude. I mean, te- if you want to get very technical about it, uh, after someone's death, I mean, you I mean, you are a fair game. I think morally speaking, though, it's just, to me, I just wouldn't do it. I, just I think it low-key happened a lot. I think Sam, yeah, Sam Cook died, sense. his wife um i think she married bobby romack yep shit, so yeah yeah so, yeah yeah and that's why that song was mm-hmm. yeah who dang somebody somebody said something to the effect of someone was like writing was a womack somebody was writing songs saying like like my best friend loved my wife like and i'm he basically asked like telling people in the song like hey watch out like y'all need to see this i think what's her name uh i've been watching a lot of song. i think it was her mary the first Motown lady, Mary, not, not Mary Wilson. What's the first one? Mary Wilson was in the Supremes. The other one, Mary. Mm, I she was the first one. Anyway, I can't think of her last name. Um, anyway, she. For like 10 minutes. Right. She, oh, yeah. I think I was watching it. Her, I think she was messing with her husband and then she started messing with his brother. She liked the brother better or some shit. So mm. it was oh, oh, wow. not too much before she died. Yeah. She had like cancer. Oh. Her daughter's name Sugar. Oh, I think boy. that's so cute. We got cancer. Okay. Sugar. At the end, I mean, she was, it was on and on, but at the end, she kind of chose him. You're a terrible person. No, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Because they do live like people that towards the end, you know, they're knowing that they're going to die. They have a time stamp on their life. They're kind of like, fuck it. I just might as well just go ahead and do what I want to do and get it out the way. You know, I think that's what kind of holds us back now because we kind of like, 
you know, we don't know when our, our time is coming up. So we want to prepare for the future and make sure our future is great. But then if you know right. that I only got three months left, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, yeah. And why not just jump off a cliff or, you know, Bye. with a parachute, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I don't know. Even, okay. Anyway. I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Um, about if it matters, mm. because I know like, obviously the movie isn't a real depiction of what happened in real life, you mm-hmm. know? Cause uh, honestly, when movies come out about like people that have passed, I'm like, well, they ain't here to really tell us if that really happened. Um, but you know, from the movie standpoint, Biggie wasn't that great to faith. Honestly, yeah. well, I mean, he faith. straddled between her and Kim, right? I think oh, I remember too. that documentary uh, Biggie had on um, Bad Boy and shit. Just he had everybody in there. It was a part where he was just kind of saying, you know, shit. We was all young, and I'm like, what the fuck that mean? <laughs> but you gotta think about it. They was like our age, maybe even a little bit younger yeah. at that time. So it's crazy to think that, and you know, you straddling between Kim and then her, and then it's like. That's a lot. Yeah, well, whoever else you're messing with, I'm sorry uh, yeah, that we don't know about. Yeah, on top of that too, and I think Kim at one point got pregnant, and I think she um, had an abortion. I think that's what she said. So it's like I, it's it's a lot, but Ooh, I think does that God matter if, if we 25, 30 years later? Does that like I could see, you know, a couple years like no, y'all was being y'all being fucking, but like mm. you know, you three decades out. Not saying it is like I, right. I agree because a lot of, do it, but who knows I, where the feelings come from? Same. Right, and right, a lot right. of people were like. Dang, she um married Stevie. That means she really did fuck Pac. I'm like, really? Yeah, I seen that There's, too. This is whatever, but I don't know. I think, like you said, like it's been like Jeez. thirty years in between, damn near. And I mean, obviously, they both have dated other people. Sometimes, right. when you if you keep finding your way back to a person, maybe it is meant to be. I'll be working my way back so, to you. Hey. Like, <laughs> like Moanjay said, in in but in the olden days, you know, um, if the guy died, then his brother would kind of sick move mm. in. It is sick, but that's what happened. So I mean, need some dishes. People be mm. like, take care of my wife if anything happens to me. So yeah. um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting. That's her nipple. Uh, I thought that was interesting that uh um. They were talking about eating ass, and she said she ate Biggie's ass. And shout out to yeah. um, such effing ladies. They'll talk about it in their episode. They were they were just saying like, how did that happen? Like, Biggie's not a little guy, so um, bigger niggas be the freaks. Uh, I yeah. so I don't know. But do you think though? And, that, and that's why he I wouldn't get, get on. He wouldn't get on top for Lil Kim. Ain't that some shit? But do you think that those secrets now that Biggie's dead, like those secrets that are coming out now, like do you think he, she should have just held on to that or? Or, you know, is it kind of like fair game? Like, yeah, you know, he ain't gonna come down and hit me. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? I just think some shit you just keeps to yourself. Yeah, just, uh uh-uh. It's kind of like when, uh, what's his name was talking, Quincy Jones. Like, well, let us have that image of Richard. Just what, what, what it was. <laughs> right. <laughs> Richard and Marvin Gaye. Yeah, and um, the other dude, Marvin Brando. Mm-hmm. Um, Marlon. But yeah, just, just let us. And then back in the day, boy. Yeah, let Everybody. Us... But that just goes to show, like we talk about the cocaine shit and just mm. how the motherfuckers was getting down. <laughs> Damn, the motherfucker, I told him. But yeah, shout out to Stevie and Faith. I mean, if it's real, you know, I wish y'all the best. But just don't be out here doing fake ass shit, pissing the kids off. That's too much. So. Mm. And I think that's. I think a lot of people forget that too. Like they forget the kids are the like they have to go through that. And 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 when parents don't do things that are quote unquote normal air quotes. Um, it, it kind of messes them up 
you know, and you now they got to go to school like, your daddy, your daddy, your daddy, your daddy is your cop, daddy, and, uh, you know, stuff like that. And kids are sick, too. They will hit you below the belt and don't even care. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. No, y'all don't be talking about me when I die. I'm probably most, like, statistically speaking, I might die first before y'all. So, don't be talking about me and my family. Like, Mwanje was like this. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to come back <laughs> and hunt you. I'm going to hunt you, ass. too. Uh, I'm, I'm going to hunt both of y'all. Don't play. Blah, blah. Okay. They also do the podcast if I die? Anyway. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a, that's a uh, quarter of the week. I mean, question of the week. Anyway, go ahead. Like TLC. Just young black. <laughs> y'all going to X my picture out? <laughs> y'all going to bark at it? Gonna gonna put the little skeleton <laughs> emoji. <laughs> what the <heck>? <laughs> skeleton emoji. <laughs> oh just, my god! I just looked over at Reese and you see your hair in the front and then the braids in the back, and I was like, "Dang, it looks like she got a mullet right now." Yeah, she like Janelle Monae. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> um, I want to talk about. I seen this article. Um, honestly, I didn't really read it, but I guess we can get to what it's talking about um possible key to black boys academic success hire black men as elementary school teachers so it looks like this young man he's 19 um he goes to the university of illinois at chicago i think um i think he was meeting with the the dean of the school and um it was a thing where he just like you know as a mentor so he was talking about teaching high school math that was his goal Mm -hmm. and he was like how about you teach elementary school math and i guess once he kind of got more information about it he was like yeah and i just wanted to ask you guys before i kept going um did you guys have any male black teachers growing up uh yes i did i had uh oh i oh wow um now i'm looking back it, it was only really one and that was mr uh mr fisher mm-hmm. and um he taught in, he taught uh social studies and um with him he taught like he made me want to deep uh dig dig deeper into <laughs> black uh black issues and black thoughts deeper, like i huh? like um, pause. Well, pause. <laughs> uh into um our history mm-hmm. and i learned that um a fact that people don't know like christopher Att- addicts was the first black man to get killed in the um revolutionary war so um little stuff like that and i'll never forget that because he taught me so interesting what about you lassie yeah i have one in Marge, please i have one in <laughs> and i can't help it it's the, just the court <laughs> did he smack the shit down? Right. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't smack the cord down. I just put my hand down, down like this. Lower your shoulders. Uh, my shoulders are lowered. I don't. I don't know what y'all talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I had one in um middle school, and there were two other black men who worked there, but they weren't so much teachers. They were kind of like they helped with the after school program, mm. so they weren't teachers. And then I had one in high school. So. Yeah, I had um. I know one that I'm going to say. I'm trying to think back. I think he was the only one. Mr. Clark, he was the eighth grade teacher at Hartford. And he was that. He, I think he still worked there. That's what's funny. He was that dude that, you know how, like, when you when you get a teacher, you think they're supposed to be uh, bubbly. And he was just, like, yo daddy. Like, he, oh. was, he was very stern. He was very, I remember one time these two dudes was fighting. He, grab, he was grabbing them niggas. He was, he, you know, some teachers be like, whoa. Like, he was hanging with them. I'm like, that's, that's Mr. Clark. And he was so just straight to the point and straight. Like, he didn't, he barely cracked a smile. I remember one time we was walking to the park. I think it was Felicia. We was joking around and shit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Martin be like, Martin love the kids. So we was joking like, Clark love the kids. And he, <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Or one time we was going to the Dells and we was watching Friday. He going to turn the shit out. Tell him something. They smoke a marijuana. No, he fast forwarded. Like, nigga, you know you be watching that shit at home and your lips black. 
But um, this says your lips black. It was all doing that king instead of learning. First of all, I said middle school, oh, right? Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was cool. He was kind of no. She said anyway. the school name though. Yeah, he was very stern. Not he wasn't super stern, king but it just like it seems like I don't know. I I just feel like a lot of black male teachers, if they're not young, they would be just like him. Oh, but it was it was just like you said. It was the teachers that weren't. Well, they weren't teachers. They were just like Subs administration. Or a, a giant Not even that, just teachers. like part of administration. Oh, yeah, or yeah. I think Mr. Thomas, he's just a little bald head, Mr. Clean dude. And he was always very stern and, you know, mm-hmm. cool with the little niggas that got in trouble all the time, making sure they straighten up, you know, right. give you that little the pep talk, you know, and then when you get out here in these real streets, you know. Right. So I just think like <laughs> a lot of times that's true that they are God. like administrators or just the help around the school. They're not really the teachers, but mm-hmm. did have that one. That's Mr. Clark. Yeah. Um. So listeners, let us know if you had any, um, there any was, um teachers that were black males before you asked it i want to ask you guys so do you think that'll make a difference like do you do you feel like you may have been a little bit more um even in college you would have been more um focused yeah. i guess if you had a like black male teachers because it says um just some statistics here nationwide two oh, percent yeah. of public school teachers are african-american males and two percent are hispanic males while students of color make up about half the nation's public school enrollment from kindergarten from pre-kindergarten to 12th grade um, according to the U.S. Department of Education. And then it says research suggests that those percentages are associated with academic problems for young black male students in particular from higher dropout rates to lower achievement gaps between them and white students. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think uh, it's quite interesting. I just think even without the stats, I think it is an influence thing. Just like when we see black people or somebody not even just for us, people that look like you that may not be in the area. Um, it kind of gives you that motivation to do so as well. So yeah, it's that sympathy and empathy thing. Like as a black mm-hmm. male, you understand what black men are going through, especially if you know either a they, they have their father in their life, but their fathers mm-hmm. kind of have uh, they exhibit toxic toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. and it affects and roll over to their kid because now they're acting out in class, but because they're taught at home not to showcase their feelings. So as as a black male, I can identify with that. As opposed to a white teacher, they just think, oh, this kid is acting up or trying to be a class clown. It's like, no, it's, there's deeper roots to that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's very important um, to, to definitely have black male teachers in um, in in, in uh, urban schools because, yeah, these kids need it. Yeah. Interesting. What about you, Lassie? You think it would make a difference? Um, Definitely. And just sitting here thinking, um, not even just black male teachers, black teachers mm-hmm. as a whole. I met um, one of my boyfriend's um, high school teachers at a, his best friend's brother wedding um, last week. And, you know, he was like, you know, this is like she was like the the mama at school type thing. Like and everybody listened to her. Because she was black, you know, all the black boys listened to her because mm-hmm. she was black, and you know they can relate. But it's I think I think black men, um, you know, young Ooh. young black men um, would definitely do better academically because those older black men are going to keep them. They already know what the world is like, they expect excellence. so they're going to keep them on their you know p's and q's and show them and let them know like, hey, you doing something you shouldn't be doing right now. You need to fix that, you know, and honestly, they might care a little more. I think a lot of these young black kids think that their teachers don't care about them. Yeah, that's very true. And I think now because this guy is what, 19. So when he gets to teach at school, he's, you know, he's going to be a young black male that knows right. this generation. And right. like it's going to mm-hmm. be an old school thing where he, uh, you know, sometimes you can't really relate. You be like, shut up, old man. But I think because um, I had a teacher it was a black woman she was actually a sub but I think she actually works at King now because I saw like a group picture with her um, 
I forget her name, but she was in our class and she probably, we was like 18, 17, 16, 17. So she's probably in her late twenties, maybe early thirties. And she was like, and it's so funny because sometimes when you have those black teachers, you can tell when they're trying to hold back, like they a little sassiness a little bit. So I could tell a lot of times. And one time she was on her phone. We were like, oh girl, let me see your face. But she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I added none of y'all. Mm-hmm. So just to see like, I think I was, it's funny. I bring this up because I saw her, like I said, in the group picture with teachers that I knew of at King's. So I'm like, oh, she there. And, um, just clicking around just looking like oh yeah i remember her so it's just funny to see we talk about i think baby boy and she looking like i don't know i don't know about that we like yes you do yes you do uh, and like I, I just can't right now but. Does, does that even trickle down to even your boss like being like you know with our boss being um back in the day when we were at duncan yeah. um you know we kind of stickler <laughs> yeah she was stickler she and but you know it, it came from a place she was a, a woman in the manager position so you know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, no! Don't put that on me, fam. You made the face. Wait, I didn't even yes, do you that. Did. I'm lying, dog. Mm. We know you lying. You too old for that. Lying. You know you too too old for that. I'm lying. Okay, I'm lying. Right. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess we can. It, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I mean, job was just fun. Okay, for me, black I, I remember I had a conversation with her one time, and it was a long conversation. And I, and I ain't gonna lie, I, I did. I said I had that conversation. To get out of what I forgot, I got caught in for something. I think my numbers were low or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> my numbers were my numbers. I said numbers. My numbers were low, and um, and I started just asking close, random did she questions. Close the door? Yep. Mm-hmm. I wasn't worried though. I wasn't. Nothing was gonna happen. So she didn't want me. <laughs> oh, you! I told you sick. I told you you're terrible. And I said, get on her. Like she, she being sick. They ain't gonna tell her. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Y'all funny. Um, Women power. I probably do. You do. She does. But (laughs) she had a conversation with me and she was just kind of saying like, look, you know, I expect excellence and, you know, you you know why you're here and they already think that you can't do X, Y, and Z. So, you know, step your game up. We got fired anyway, but (laughs) we got laid off anyway. Her ass. uh, (laughs) I can tell she didn't want to do it either. She did not want to do it. You know what? I say that not to get too much into it, but I agree with you. Because normally she she's that type of person that wants to be there for mm-hmm. everything or wants to be a part of it. So she was just kind of trying to, yeah, they they want to talk to you, and I'm like, who? Because mm-hmm. I ain't got no help insurance with you, motherfuckers. Right. Nigga, I'm 20, bitch. My I'm telling my dad so shit. So naive. I think we get a. I grabbed my one little prom picture. I folded that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> grabbed my purse, and, I'm, and I w- I think he was on the phone because I was gonna say something to you. Then I sat in my car, watched you come out the door, like, man, mm-hmm. what's I said, I, I better not get fired. He <laughs> you better be coming out here within 10 so minutes. My girlfriend right there. <laughs> that shit. But anyway, yeah, um, that's true too. And you know, to this day, I don't, I don't really bring a lot of stuff to work. People ask me all the time, like, "Why don't you Dude, have pictures up?" And that's stuff like me that? too. That is so funny because that is me. Ain't nothing. I don't got <laughs> air, new people be putting nope. shit up. I have nothing on my nope. desk but the little Not welcome. I. I still got the welcome sign. I got, welcome. I got everything that they brought, they brought there besides my charger and that my is brush. So funny because literally <laughs> yeah. everybody got their family little mm-hmm. water park pictures and, and shit. Swear to God, yep, I got three pieces. <laughs> you said a couple cardigans. See, you, ain't right there. Me, you ain't got mail nothing to me. All right. that is y'all's. <laughs> I'm still in um, this book bag too. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> y'all funny. This is mine now. But yeah, shout out to uh, shout out to black teachers, black male teachers, or any other race that doesn't see um, some you know well, except for the others. Um, <laughs> people that look like what well, they always see people shit. That's very true. I'm gonna talk about them. 
I'm just oh. saying. Mm. Like, that's Shit, I was true. agreeing. But yeah, anyway, uh, you want to talk about these black mentors? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same exact thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's why I wanted to do uh, right after because the, art, the article says that black boys don't need to be disciplined, but they need mentors in- instead. And uh, it's this guy, his name is Mark Anthony. He's in the Bay Area. Mark Anthony Robinson, he's in the Bay Area. And he gives this little anecdote about him meeting this uh, young boy named Chris. And uh, Chris had over 60 re- referrals in the first semester of school. So that's a lot. Um, and his job as a mentor was to kind of figure out getting to the, uh, the behavior of the student and kind of become that liaison between the school and the student and try to figure out what they need to do in order to get this kid, um, going on the right track. And he kind of talked about how, you know, the kid just basically said that, you know, he didn't know how to express himself. And the only way he did is to act out in class. So, you know, he gave him a couple exercises to do and, and things of that nature. And he kind of, uh, talked about how um, if you're going to become a mentor um, to these kids, you have to constantly be working on yourself as well, as opposed to trying to help these kids out. Because True. if you're if you're out here, you know, telling these kids you can not do that, this and then you got your own problems and stuff like that, it's going to one day crack and show, and the kids gonna be like, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Robinson, I thought you were Mr. Johnson. So um, I don't know what are your thoughts. What are your thoughts about um, mentorship just in general? Like, do you all are seeking actively seeking mentors? Do you have mentors um, that you can reach out to? I, I've been wanting to get a mentor for a while. Same here. Um, and I just, not that I dropped the ball, but um, it's something that I kind of need to pick back up. <laughs> Y'all funny. But um, I have been looking for one. Um, my mom used to be a mentor back in the day, though. Um, interestingly enough. Oh, okay. Um, get on the ground. Petty. No, but I think one, two, I think three. just like having the the, you know, the black teachers... Um, having a mentor can really help you, especially yeah. if they look like you and they're successful. Yeah. You know, that's going to like chicken. That's going to, that's going to, you know, her like that. that's going to drive, you know, good. that's going to drive you to, you know, want to do better and be better. Um, and I think a lot of, on top of having those black teachers, a lot of kids need mentors. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it's absolutely true. Like I said, I'm actively looking at mentor uh, to, you know, take me to the next level in my career and what I need to do um, to be successful and learn and grow. And uh, I think, you know, kids get mentors. Um, might necessarily need an individual mentor, but maybe if they have those like available in school, because I think a lot of times teachers are there to teach and it's very difficult for them to create a relationship with 30 40 kids so they need someone maybe that is outside if that's all they do and just create that um create that environment where the kids can be safe and can talk and speak about what's going on and stuff like that um i think um godmother liz said that you know when she was um when she was going through the tour at her kids school and she was just seeing like how all these kids are just eating chips and stuff for lunch and all this stuff like that and or breakfast and they're not having a fully functional breakfast and it's like that affects the kids so then a mentor can come in and say hey you know what are you eating at home or who's taking care of you and they can kind of get to the bottom of it and figure out what's going on and it is a little stuff like that because everything when a kid's trying to learn everything affects the kid and um and we need to maybe get to the bottom of a lot of this stuff because these kids don't want to learn they don't care yeah thanks for asking guys but i I haven't actively been looking for a mentor um it's something that i guess i want but i don't want it to be like forced i want it to be something where yeah organic yeah it's very organic and i don't know maybe not that she's a mentor i just feel like i learned just generally from people but people of that are older than me that have been through past my age that's been through life and shit so like i listen to liz and little shit like that just hearing different stories or sometimes we'll just chit chat about Mm -hmm. people she know and just general situations or even just do where i work you get to learn different life stories because people come with 
what they need to come with plus more and you be like all right listen i'm not a therapist but cool but um yeah i think it's cool and i think it's something that people do generally need that's why me specifically not that they're mentors but i like listening to like oprah's master class or super so sunday because people can give you you know different stories about themselves that you probably wouldn't think that they went through to get to where they are in life so i think that's a form of mentorship mentorship without like the Mm -hmm. um knowing them in a sense is just Mm -hmm. getting that that wisdom um that they have and i think um I think it's dope. I think, um, especially black men too, specifically, if they can get somebody that can kind of guide them. I think, you know, like you said, they get in these streets or they get in the wrong neighborhood, wrong people. Mm-hmm. But if they do meet the right person, it's kind of like a, you know, it's like a spark. And it's kind of like, sometimes if you get around, like, perfect example. I was just watching, um, I wanted to see The Equalizer 2, which was really good. And it was this young black guy that was in there. And um, it was like this mural that was like vandalized or some shit. And Denzel was trying to like wipe it off. And he's like, you know, I can fix it for you. And he's like, you know, how much? And he's like, you know, $300. And he's like, oh, I'm good. And then they was just chit-chatting. He was like, uh, well, how about, you know, 200 or whatever he charged him? He's like, all right, cool. But you'll be here at the school tomorrow. So um, whatever he did, he was kind of watching him. And he was, you know, cleaning it up. And then the wrong niggas in the neighborhood, because they had a conversation at the beginning. Why you be hanging with them? Blah, blah, whatever. His brother got killed. So he was dealing with that. It was just him and his brother, his mom, or him and his mom. And then um, when he got to start to fix the mural, um, the dudes came, oh, hang with us. And he saw him leave. He like, oh, okay, whatever. And then um, I think he didn't come home that day after school. So this type of job he did or whatever, he went out um found out where he was and then they putting a the gun in his hand there's a whole bunch of niggas of course like come on bro they killed your brother bro you gotta get into this shit he looks scared as hell like yeah you right yeah you right so you know denzel broke in the room get up get up and then he was like who was you he's like i'm your daddy or some shit or whatever <laughs> he came out so they had this little heart to heart downstairs and you know why me why me like why what is it about me he said why not you so he just you know gave him the gun <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I could see denzel exactly doing so denzel. he gave him the gun like shoot me and then if you bad he like so you ain't gonna do nothing or whatever that's why he was like why me so then he became like this mentor thing and mm. then um it's and it's funny that what did you say at the beginning make sure you have your shit straight yeah yeah um not to tell the movie but i think it's it yeah, pre- pre- it. Pre- well, that's, <laughs> i definitely want to see it, it. there's way oh. more to that that's just a piece a small piece of it but it was a part where he got in obviously because of who he is if you saw the mm-hmm. first one he um uh there's a part where these dudes came looking for him so after he painted the mural he was like you know came in his apartment like oh this is nice whatever he's like can i do some work in here mm-hmm. he's like all right um read this book you know and i got you so he was at home at denzel house by himself but denzel wasn't there so the dudes came looking for him so he's like oh shit mm-hmm. oh shit <laughs> scared as a bitch he's like be quiet just press this button it was like the little bookcase that moved so it, it, it just reminded me of like, nigga, I'm trying to paint your wall and you got me in this shit. <laughs> you got me so, in this but, shit. But it's but it better. A, I'm taking the gun. Right. Ex- exactly. <laughs> so it was the, it's the point where then it's like, it was like this glass mirror. So the dudes, you know, because they know what he do, mm-hmm. do like, <sighs> he like, he's like, <laughs> turn off your phone. Don't say uh, nothing. We got a call. Okay. Oh. Oh, I forgot what I was supposed to say. Sorry. I just, my mind went so, so, so. <laughs> like, I don't do this, Angelique. So, I really, I really don't. <laughs> So show me, you got to go to the cut. <laughs> Fabio Podcast, who's this? There we go. Hey, it's Neek. Hey! <laughs> God damn. Right. Damn, then took my damn ear off. Hey, hey Neek. Hey, hey, girl. How's hey, sis. All the way hey. from Jersey. Jersey. Sounded like she's from Jersey. Rhode Island. They really Rhode Island. Island. I'm sorry. They don't listen. They, don't listen. Don't listen to them. They really they don't shit know in Rhode Island. They, they don't are know mean. better than Neek. Hey, hey, Neek. I didn't even say nothing. How you doing? <laughs> she can talk to David. 
Anyway, Nick, we we were talking about black mentorship, and um, well, I'm reading this article where there's a uh, there's a guy named uh, Mark Anthony Robinson, and he is talking about how he's mentoring a kid um, that uh, got 60 referrals or suspensions or whatever or disciplinary actions against him in his first semester, and how uh, he thinks that it's important for black men to be mentors to these kids because you know a lot of times they don't you know they act out and they don't know why. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on that? Do you have any mentors in your life or? Are you a mentor um, to anyone? Boo? I don't have any. Well, I kind of have a mentor in my life, but it's my boyfriend's mom, so kind of, you know, that's how, okay, that's how uh, <laughs> we became, you know, how she became my mentor. But I do feel like it's more important for black men to mentor young mm-hmm. black boys so that they mm-hmm. don't go down, you know, the path of drugs and all that there actually is a guy that lives on my way that does a lot of mentoring because mm. his brother um was killed um because of gang violence so mm. he does a lot of mentoring he actually has a um foundation where it's called something brothers and sisters someone's son or someone's daughter something like that but yeah so i feel like it's important but a lot of men don't do it because they're like what can i offer a kid you know but Sometimes just hearing about somebody's struggles makes you not want to do it, you know? Right. Right, yeah. So I yeah. feel like it's definitely important, but a lot of men don't do it. I wish more would. Uh, Nick, we had a topic right before this talking about um, schools need more black male teachers, especially for uh, young black men to succeed. Did you have any black teachers growing up, like in high school, elementary, middle school, whatever? Um, I did not have any... I think I had one teacher, my second grade teacher. She was a black woman. Um, I didn't have any black teachers in high school. Um, in college, I had a black teacher, but that was it. I mean, I live in Jersey, so it's not really a lot of black teachers out here. And I went to a mostly white school, so I do wish that more people would teach higher mm-hmm. grades, like middle school and high school because that's where kids are messing up the most yeah yeah I agree. that's a good point too so I, I feel like if more people could do that instead of you know doing the elementary school or preschool then you know it would be different i feel like if i was taught by more black teachers it would have shaped you know me going away to school i probably would have went to hbcu instead of mm-hmm. just going to a regular mm-hmm. college yeah 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 but you know you live in your head. you graduated though since you made it I did. I made it, and I'm going to, match, um, to get my master's. So, hey, right I ain't done yet. Shout out to Nick the Freak. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, we thank you so much for calling. You have a blessed rest of your night. Okay. You too. Thanks, guys. You're no welcome. problem. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> don't say. It. Don't sound like that. Bye. Don't, try, don't say bye like that. <clears throat> say no. Don't say bye like that. Anyway, you're taken. Great topic, great mm-hmm. conversation. Shout well, out to Nick for calling in. And, uh, and uh, moving forward, uh, with this clip here, um, I wanted to go ahead and discuss it and uh, see what your thoughts are. It still goes along with the um, with the school theme. Uh, Lassie, since your phone is plugged up there, if you don't mind grabbing that uh, that clip. So um, just to uh, go ahead and set it up here, uh, we talked about him. Now what podcast, Arian Foster. Um, just he, hit play. Uh, yep, just hit play. Just, just one second, though. Um, he just talks about um he's going back to school and you know he's a football player and he really didn't 
care about school when he was in college. He's like, I'm just trying to go. I'm just trying to be a football player. So he sits down with Bomani Jones, who's a ESPN commentator, um, who's well known for wearing the Caucasian shirt on um Bomani. I kinda like that name. Yeah, it's uh that's why and that's why he's Nigerian for something I forgot. Um but you know how the, the Indians on um uh, mm-hmm. The chief Indians for the uh, for the baseball team, mm-hmm. they want to go ahead and do it for the for the whites and say how well, oh, how it feels to do it. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. redskin type thing. Where he t- uh, had the white dude on the last week, I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. The white dude. It was interesting towards the end, but I was half asleep anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, I just want to play this clip. He's talking about going back to school and how he wish he would have uh, paid more attention. Okay. I'm re trying to. I'm trying trying to go back to school now, so I have to take kind of the prep courses mm-hmm. in order to get the prerequisites. So I'm taking like math classes and stuff. And it's just like, I'm so much more interested in the information that is right. I'm receiving. Whereas when I was in college, I was like, yo, it was like busy work. It was just shit I had to do to get by. And it's, it's backwards. I wish, I, backwards. I wish I had a better understanding then of like why they wanted me to do stuff. Cause like one thing, yeah. if you asked me to read a fiction book in high school, mm-hmm. I ain't read it. Yeah. Like I had, I, I, I like my senior year of high school was like the first time I remember I was like, all right, I guess I'll read these books. Right. And the reason was, I honestly thought that all they wanted me to do was to read it, to say that I read it so that I could take a quiz after. Yeah. I had no, under, I had no <laughs> understanding of like what you wanted me to get out of it. And mm-hmm. I understand the argument that you don't explain yourself to children in that mm-hmm. way, but I do feel like if they would explain some of that stuff to me, I might've read the great Gatsby. 100%. Like I, I'm very aware of what is happening in it. I know the plot, <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, I don't like. Yeah, the I, correlation was never I there honestly for me. Either. Never understood the like the per, not the purpose of English class, but right. I was always like, so basically, I'm just reading stuff and handing it back and just writing stuff for you. <laughs> that's how like, I feel like, about like, it. Like too. that's what you want. That's, like that's I, what I, I wish I would have understood then. Like, oh, okay, this is what you're hoping yeah. for me to get it's out. It's like, of it. and, I, and I, as, a, as a 30 year old man, this is when I figured it out. It took me this long. I was like, yeah. So, um, I guess to the, the set, the set it up, my question for you both um, is, do you think that, that students or even yourself um, would, you know, take, I'm going to say, I didn't say, I'm not saying that you all didn't take it seriously, but, you know, would, you know, pay more attention, learn more if you knew what you were learning it for? Like, for instance, if you knew that learning vectors in math class really meant that you could be a pilot one day and actually navigate in the air or, you know, you know, I don't know, uh, uh you know, biometrics and stuff like the biochemistry where you can make a bomb one day or, or be maybe like Duncan Penderhues where he was smart as hell, but he ended up being a kicker. So he knew how to do the angles. Oh, last act. Hey, there you go. So, you know, little stuff like that. Like, do you feel like it was adequately uh-huh. taught or told in class? Like you're learning this because this correlates with this. Um, I think a lot of shit was bullshit, to be honest. Um, <laughs> when I was like in elementary school, middle school, I was always, I was really on it. Like I had to have A's. Like I was very, very, very focused, whether it was pointless or not. Like I was really good at, remember them little thin science books they used to get us mm-hmm. read and shit and, what are they calling my phone? My, uh, I think it's Darnell. Plug this in. Mm-hmm. I, told you, I told I told you. I told you. Why be your podcast? Who's this? Oh, this is Darnell. Hey, Darnell, what's good, man? <laughs> hey, Darnell, how are you? Not shit. Uh, I, so we were just talking about, we were, there's a podcast called Aaron Foster, and Now What? And he was talking about, uh, he's talking with Bomani Jones, who's an ESPN sportscaster, about kids when you're younger, when you're in school, that you sometimes you felt like you got work because you thought it was just busy work. The teacher didn't want to feel like teaching this day, read this book, do this homework, that's that. But do you feel like kids now and yourself back in the day, 
uh, would have maybe paid more attention or maybe studied more, learned, studied harder uh, if you knew exactly what you were learning and what it correlates with? Uh, yes, because um, when it comes to school, they teach the instruction and they teach the method, mm. you know, and, but they but they never teach the reason behind it mm. or how how those skills will help in everyday life. Because, I mean, I ain't, I ain't never had to try to sleep with a girl, but she gave me a trigonometry equation to figure out before I hit or to or when I'm preparing my taxes oh. uh, my, my my math skills didn't really help right right that's true taxes huh. for sure for sure so is there anything that you learned in school that you know you felt like had you wish you to learn a little bit more and knew what it was for that you would have maybe paid more attention to or was there something now that you're into that you did pay more attention to and you knew kind of what it correlated with back in the day if that makes sense um um, no. The only thing I wish, as far as schooling-wise, I wish they would have gave me an option back in the day to either, A, get me a trade, so mm. by the time I graduate high school, I can be a fully functioning working adult, mm. or two, because we have it in, in Dallas, I don't know about other areas, but our community colleges came together and made a program to where high school students yeah. can... Uh, within their four years, the first two years of high school, then the second two years is community college. And when they graduate, they have a high school diploma and an associates. Mm. Yeah, that's, I think Brown Deer, I think Brown Deer, one of our school districts uh, offers that, if I'm not mistaken. I think you can take so many credits to get you kind of heads, get you kinda started. like the IB a little bit, but you got to pay for that shit. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, it's kind of free. It's kind of free depending on which school you go to. Yeah, I'm sure it sounds like it is. Shit, take my ass down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or, or, or third off, give me, give me a mentorship as soon as I graduate. I feel like if they had one of those three, I would have, I would have loved school way more. That's Mm. funny. We were just talking about uh, mentorship, mentorships, and having like a mentor. Um, At your age right now, do you have have a mentor? Uh, no, no, I do not. Do you want one? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> like you offering it to him. Like, <laughs> we no, got mentors just, here. I mean, www.mentor.com. No, Mentornigga.com. Um, you're so stupid. Prior to you calling, we were also talking about um, black teachers Black teachers um, being important in, in school, specifically for young black men. Uh, it was a, a young guy in Chicago. He's uh, I think he's going to the, to the University of Illinois at Chicago. And then he was going to be a um, math um, high school teacher. But then I think the dean or something talked him into just being just an elementary school teacher, um, just explaining how important it is. Um, and we need more um, black males as teachers. So growing up, did you have a lot of black males that were teachers? Um, no, but the ones that were were uh, very important and very influential in my life so yes i think they are very important okay any more questions guys no thank you so much darnell for calling man oh i'm sorry lassie no i don't have any okay i just just kind of spoke for the team i'm sorry well no i was asking y'all well darnell we thank you so much for calling and you have a great rest of your night alrighty. all right right, bud see ya stupid bye Mm-hmm. Shout out to Darnell. He could, he'd be a, he could be a good FBI agent. He gonna get that YBO call in trophy, mm. <laughs> right? YBO choke. I, you know what? I really like the the options that he said, and I think mm-hmm. um, when we were talking to Neek, Neek said that she learned a trade, mm-hmm. or you know, her high school offered, you know, for Some. them to learn trades, um, which you know, I find that 
interesting because i mean shit give me something to do when i get out of here yeah because i was gonna say um before Darnell, I think before he called her, before Neat called, I was going to say, um, for me, especially when I went to UWM, I was just telling somebody this the other day because they're trying to go back to school and they're like nervous about taking chemistry and all that shit. Mm. So I'm like, you can actually do that shit or physics. I hated physics. But when I took biology, I didn't, I hated that shit in high school. Like I never paid attention. I paid attention, but I, for some reason I just, maybe I had paid attention because mm. I didn't care and I didn't know how this was going, you know, recollect with me being an adult. I don't know. But anyway, when I got to college, I had to take, you know, the bio one and bio two. So the bio one, I'm like, oh, fuck. And I sat in class and I'm sitting there like, damn, I get this shit. Mm. Like, was I fucking retarded in high school? Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, dog, like this shit, it wasn't hard for mitochondria like i'm yeah, like i'm dumb as hell like, right i'm like damn i just didn't pay attention i, or yeah. I just didn't care so it's just like when i think about all the times in high school that made me go like damn what would have made me care more or not that i didn't care it's just that i don't know it just it just clicked more maybe because yeah. i was kind of paying for college but yeah i was gonna say that i was i think same thing with me like when i, I took a, a finance course and i'm like oh my god lord please get me through this and mm-hmm. i'm taking it i'm like whoa this is not bad at all like right. and, and like you said i think also too is more resources you, you have access to a professor you have access to the internet was a little bit more uh we had the internet but you know it's a little bit more advanced now you can before it was like ask jeeves now you can ask google and it's everything sorry um do y'all um Never mind, I keep going. I was gonna say. Yeah, so no, I I I totally agree with, uh, with you. When once I got in college, I kind of was more a little bit more studious, and things click, things clicked a little bit faster and and sooner for me as opposed to oh, maybe when I was, I was in high say. school. Do y'all think as like black people, some of the courses that we see, we just get nervous off top? Like when you say chemistry, you be like, ooh, shit. I think so. Mm, I, I for me like it the, ain't the thing that you do. And yeah, I think for me like the, the bio, the bi- the biology classes I enjoyed because it wasn't it wasn't a lot of math, physics. It was uh, but I knew that we were always seen with a partner, and I would always. But do I mean, the lab. generally though, like but when, yeah, when no. you see. Like, cause I remember when I switched my major, right before I switched my major, they started, they changed it up. Cause it was like, what I was in before they said, you can graduate in five years. But then they switched it where it was like, kind of like a, you know, how you go to school for what you did. And then you had to separate and go to the other, to the actual school. I'm like, nigga, just keep it in all in one. So when they changed it, it was like, you had to take this, that. And then I'm like, nigga, no, nah, I ain't taking, it wasn't physics. What was it? It was um, calculus. I'm like, but that's what I was going to get to. Like, I was going to say that. like, when I see calculus and I, and I or too, math courses, damn near just, done. Uh. yeah, I was going to finish school. I'm like, Y'all could have gave me this shit back when I was a freshman, sophomore. I ain't none now. I, I ain't got time to think that hard. So I was yeah, like, but like with, major. with calculus or with uh, math, like before I would get like a B or ba- a barely B. But then when I got into um, college, it was you know you know B or we had uh, MS. We had A B or B A or stuff right. like that. So, um, I like I said, yeah. it just clicked. Just clicked a little bit faster. And even now, when yeah. I learn something, yeah, you, it's like because their grading scale is so strict. It's kind of like, yeah. you know, a seventy is not a C. It's a, a C C D. <laughs> yeah. One last thing, I think if they just make it more, like I was just saying, more more prevalent in the earlier years, like it's important yeah. to. Like, you don't have to be scared when you see chemistry. You're like, oh, fuck. Because, you know, I ain't not everybody. Mm-hmm. Some people just like the shit. But generally, that's the stigma. You'd be like, calculus? But, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, H2O, make up water. This is why. And this is why these compounds, you know. Yeah. And- Shout out to the black schools, black teachers, everybody black, just doing their thing. Black educators. Mm-hmm. What up, though? Mm-hmm. All right, this is my weekly revelation. I just H&M. thought of this earlier today because I just started 
I was braiding my hair, so I was on stars watching all these movies. So I was going back between American Greed because that should be good. Hey. I, you know, before I get to what I'm going to say, it's so annoying when you get to a show like that when you binge it and then you get so connected to the episode and the people and then you be mad when it go off and then it started mm-hmm. new and you be like, I don't feel like getting to know nobody right, new. You got to start all over again. And then you connect to them and they go, I'm like, damn, but it's fun to do. Yeah. But anyway, I was on stars and I was watching I Think I Love My Wife. Because oh, I remember it, but so I didn't cool. remember it. But it was just funny. Like I was dying. Like it was just stupidly funny. So I wanted to ask y'all because like, he was just like, I'm bored. Like, does getting married, like, or just the thought of it, because nobody's married here, but just thinking, like, do you f- do you feel like you'll you're you're ever gonna get that far as where you're bored? Like, does that scare you? I know it's a movie, but you know, you hear people the whole married people stop having sex. Like, it was one part that he was when he had Kerry Washington in his office, and then he was like, she was like, oh, are you happy? I mean, you know, whatever. And then he had the little clip where he was like, you know, it goes from. You know, like, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to come home. He's like, we're there now. And then, you know, it used to be, I can't wait for you to come home and suck your dick. Like, it was, it was, but it was singing at the end. I'm like, that part was kind of cheesy. But it was just that one, that beginning part, I was just cracking up. Because he was just like, I can't wait for you to come home. And then she was like, I can't wait for you to suck your dick. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's just, we haven't had sex in a while. And just like the whole idea of just like her, it was just funny because she had him on that whirlwind special. <laughs> He went to DC and that dude had whooped his ass. Up. <laughs> I remember talking he about. He was like, "What the fuck, you?" Yeah, I don't remember that part. <laughs> Gosh, she was like, "I need to go get my was stuff." A Carrie, from- was a beautiful Carrie. She was Washington like, "I need to go too. get my stuff from Teddy House." And he was like, "Who the hell is Teddy?" And they got in the limo. She was like, uh, "We'll be at the bus station in forty-five minutes." He's like, "Forty-five minutes? Where are we going? DC?" She's like, "You didn't tell me." Where. He's like, "You t- you promised." And then got on the fucking airplane, got to the place. They started singing Biz Marquee. He came in there like, "Who the fuck is you?" <laughs> so then he punched he beating his ass and then the police came because he was a wanted fugitive that it was just stupid and they in the limo it was pouring raining and he's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> he called his job and they was like where the fuck are you and his wife was like what happened to you he, oh i got out the car i just got in a fight <laughs> it was stupid shit it was just what, dumb uh, before I, uh, I what are your thoughts on chris rock in his movies like you seen top five yes i barely remember that though I, I really the one that I did like it's on Netflix it's with Adam Sandler it's um the family one when they're uh, yeah her, his son was marrying the, the oh, daughter yeah that was, it okay. was pretty good but Adam Sandler and the white people was kind of funny in that though Chris Rock was just a little bougie doctor that was cheating on the dude's mama that wasn't married no more nope. but um uh, I don't like that one that was just funny because it was just like it was like random because the concept I guess is so I guess relatable for mm-hmm. some people and it can be real um and it was just it was just genuinely funny so but I, just, I, I get not, a weird vibe with him i, I like I'm his movies but i'm a huge just, fan yeah. but I'll, I'll watch it like yeah it depends yeah. on whatever movie that's, it is. yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's all I, right. I, I can deal with him but that was that was just funny because it was just stupid like she kept setting him up for failure like he went and got high she didn't show up like mm-hmm. it was just dumb but i guess this is my question like do y'all fear like just not fear but just what's y'all thoughts on getting married and maybe going through something like that like i know we're young and it's probably far off but just i was just sitting there thinking like which my husband would say he bored like what the fuck like mm-hmm. or what do you like what would you plan to do to spice the shit up because they were just laying there and he was hmm. uh when i was engaged it was a period of time where um i was told that they were bored and i guess yeah. for me as a man you feel like okay like what are you bored of because you go you go through the normal days like okay mm-hmm. yeah 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 but you gotta do this for the rest of your life it's kind of like what you mean you bored like I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, 
spend no money to do all that. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, when. Sounds like your problem. Keyboard. <laughs> um, but that's when you start creating, coming up with ideas and doing little things like, you know, you don't necessarily have to spend a lot of money, but stuff that's shit that's just creative spontaneous. yeah spontaneous and sporadic and it's like oh i never you know and then now you know now the spice is back you know but um well, i see what you think being married um i don't i'm not too worried about it um i guess only because like i like to make things fun like if something is boring i'm gonna try to make it fun or try to suggest things um you know, things like that. But I guess from the other end, because, you know, we can't really control the other person. Right. Or things like that. I hope that they don't get bored with me. But right yeah. now, you know, where I'm at in my relationship, we both like, well, shit, we both born. We like to do things, but we like to stay in the house a lot. But we like to do things. Like, well, I guess it's just funny because, like, they were talking about it was just them and then they had kids. So, just like, yeah. I don't know if you would go back and if you care to go back and watch it. It was just funny just, just seeing the transition and then just Carrie Washington was just funny because she kept setting his ass up. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was intentional. But, like, he was, she was like, Well, how did you meet her? He's like, Well, I met her at the park. She's a teacher. I saw that she was great with kids. Then it was like, We had kids. And then it's like, You used to go out with your single friends. Now it's just a married kid friends and then you talk about this and now you're talking about politics your kids and like it just it was like a whole bunch of stuff it wasn't just like i'm bored and i'm sitting here it was just funny to see how everything just shifted even though it was a movie but i was just like wish that nigga was mm-hmm. any bored. Mm-hmm. and then you kind of get i guess you get caught up in yourself like yeah you do she had a point where she was like you know i could have did this and i think it's just general relationships but it was just funny just to see it because i haven't seen that movie in years and it popped up so i was like why not so yeah that was my question like mm-hmm. what what do you what do you kind of like foresee? What would you do? So uh-huh. listeners, let us know what you think. That's my weekly revelation. Go check out. I think I love my wife. If you like the movie. It's interesting. You said I'm going to wedding tomorrow. Shout out to homie getting married tomorrow. That's what I'm at. This is my team. My team is just getting booed up. Right. I'm saying, why my phone so thick? I got two of them. Let's jump into what is it? Dating and relationships. Dating and relationships. So I know we for a fact talked about like, We've talked about like not liking or if our parents don't like the person we're dating or, you know, if that person doesn't like our parents, blah, blah, blah. But I really wanted to know, like, would you tell the person that you're dating if your parents didn't like them? And I mean, like, you know, like if your parents met the person and like after they come by, they're like, I don't really like them. Like, I don't think she's the one for you like she just this that and you know they they give this list of reasons why they don't like Mm -hmm. her now they tell you this in private would you turn around and then tell the person that you're dating like after you left yesterday my mom kind of mentioned that she didn't like you (laughs) i wouldn't say that but yeah uh, i probably wouldn't say it like that um i would i would you know i would only man I would probably you said bring you it, wouldn't say it that bold. What would you say? I would probably only bring it up if they get that vibe. Like, every, baby, I come every time. I come to your house. You know, parents, your, right. your family's not X, Y, and Z. But I see such as your brother's wife, and they having a good time. You know what right. I mean? Like, why can't? Why don't they do it with me? And it, you know, and then I'll kind of explain, like, you know, maybe when you go over there, sometimes you're maybe a little over talkative, or maybe you, you know, just that. You know, little things like that. I'm that just kind of shut the fuck up. 
been. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's no, not going to be a pleasant conversation. Right. Um. But at least it's out there in the open. I wouldn't necessarily say my parents don't like you. It's just like, you know, mm-hmm. they just feel like X, Y, and Z. Where you know, such and such. She when she come over, you know, I wouldn't even put her. I wouldn't even bring her up. But I would, you know, my like my brother's wife or something like that. I wouldn't even bring her up. I it's just, you know, I just kind of. Let her know like what they're feeling and how it's going, you know. And I'll talk to my family too, like, "Hey, it's my wife, you know, or my girlfriend. Um, you know, she's gonna be around for a minute. You know, take her for who she is. You know what I mean? Right. Um, it is what it is. You know. So this is the person I call my girlfriend, my wife. You know, it is what it is. You know, you had a time. You, any of these people eject, you had a whole chance to do it. You didn't do it. So you know, now we here we are. So. I don't know, Lassie, Reese, what y'all, what y'all do? You know, I think if it's somebody that obviously you you want to make a work with, it's like a long long term thing. I think you obviously to me you have to be um, understanding their feelings too. Like I right. wouldn't just be like, "Oh, my parents don't like you." That's just rude as hell. Like especially if I care about you, I'm going to care about your feelings. Right. And low key, like Moana just said, I probably wouldn't even say anything if they didn't sense anything because I think that's going to create extra tension. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking if I'm, like, if I'm sitting there and if I, like, they said, well, they don't really like you, Reese. I'm a, I know who, how I am. I'm like, well, fuck that. I ain't coming over. And next right. time I come over, I'll be over here like, mm-hmm. I don't like you either. I don't mm-hmm. know, know what I did. So Reese, I, you want some pie? Mm-mm. Nope, I'm good. Mm-mm. As a matter of fact, I'll see you in the car. But, um, yeah, like, I just What's think, I think it'll create, right, and I'm more of a bitch, but, mm-hmm. like, or too talkative. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, just, I was about to end the end of the story. I, I know. I, I, I agree. Okay, all right. Just to make sure. Yeah, but I just think it, it's just going to create extra, like extra tension that's not necessarily needed, unless, like I said, they they sensed it. But right. I, I think that's that's very touchy, though. Like, yeah, I don't think my parents, unless they just too, because I don't think my parents, I couldn't see them saying that they don't like somebody unless I didn't like them. So I don't know. Yeah, my dad seems like that dude. That's cool, unless. He sends you a user or a beater or you just <laughs> right, right, right. Or some yeah, shit. yeah. Like, but my dad, he always, are oh, you doing? He might talk a little shit, yeah. but that's how people be. Yeah, hilarious. Last um, I wouldn't say anything. My mom, even if she didn't really like somebody, they'll ne- they would never know. So I wouldn't just be like, "Yeah, my mom kind of don't like you," because then mm-hmm. they, I'm like, "Well, damn, she act like she liked me." Right. Um, but yeah, (laughs) pretty much, but, Uh um, yeah, my mom and like Reese just said about, you know, about your dad, like my mom, she would only really not like somebody if she really like seeing like some really red flags, like the way they talk or talk to me or, you know, things like that. Like the way he would interact with me or things like that, you know, she might be like, "Mm, I don't know about this one type thing, but I wouldn't tell him. With a little bit of transparency with my situation, it, you know, it was a point where, you know, my family was very vocal about not liking um, someone that I was talking with and messing with. And to the point where she actually went through my phone and saw the conversation that I had. And that created more term- turmoil because mm-hmm. it's already like, you know, why don't your family do X, Y, and Z with our family? Yada, yada, yada. Now it's like, oh, yo, oh, like, you know, at, you know, forget you, yada, yada, and you know, it's kind of like. Word to the wise, don't yeah, text it. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, she shouldn't have been through my phone. No, she shouldn't have been through my phone. That's the that thing. That too? Okay. Um, and that's, that's the issue. That's that's the issue. Like, you shouldn't have been going snooping through my the phone. The issue like, is don't text it. Yeah, I mean. If she snooped and she didn't find, and she didn't find nothing, then. She owe you an apology. It wasn't gonna happen anyway. The woman was was different. Of she course, you know that. But I'm just saying. Very different. Anyway, I was watching. Uh, kind of remind me of it was a grown up hip hop. Um, Peppa's daughter, Egypt. She's like 19, and she's mm. dating this dude. that's like 25. Oh. 
And you got like two kids, so you Whoa. know the whole thing. People that know her that's in the industry, like, oh, yeah, his baby mama said that he's a user. You know, who knows if it's true, but mm. that little storyline. And like um, the last episode, he seemed kind of, well, first, I think the people that, like her cousin and the other, this, I think the stylist or some shit, mm-hmm. he told the cousin that shit. But then it was like they heard the song that because he's trying to record and she's trying to be a singer, but the song was more him and shit. So the cousin mm-hmm. like, uh, Peppa ain't gonna like that because her mom's her manager so the most recent episode she's starting a swimsuit line so she's taking these pictures but prior to her doing that they went to have Peppa hear the song so Peppa like oh yeah I can't wait or whatever let's hear it so he rapping a lot she was like just you know in the chorus maybe two times and she like uh, this is supposed to be an Egypt song not mm-hmm. your song like what the fuck and at first the cousin and the dude came like I don't know how I like dude and Peppa and I'm thinking as you know when you a celebrity you try to watch your kids I'm thinking she gonna be like oh yeah he too old but she was like well I think Egypt has good judgment because she didn't know mm-hmm. like really but then at that point she was kind of like uh-uh so oh, the end of the episode yeah. yeah the end of the episode that's when she took her pictures and then he do this do that and pep came kind of late but she like no that looks stupid like she looking at him like who the fuck you think you is mm-hmm. so she was talking to um this other girl who's pretty young like her but she's married and she was explaining her situation like her mom was her manager her mom got mad because her husband's not her manager and just like the tension between her mom and then egypt's probably gonna end up going down that route but you know her mom got her back and she's like oh i got my 10 percent. i'm your manager so at the end it's them kind of going back and forth like i just want everybody to get along and he's my boyfriend right but peppa say i'm the manager uh. she like, but yeah just to like and maybe even a little bit harder when you get into them situations or somebody got a little money so somebody like oh, you might try to be a user or a little status or a little clout yeah 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 yeah. Right. that is definitely especially with money they're definitely like what well, i'm the manager her brother show <laughs> was like um hmm. right it's funny i was like i didn't know you had a son i was like that's fucked up everybody mm-hmm. was saying that <laughs> pep, pep got a son you know like, you know the funniest part to me because i think he didn't even do it because he called he wanted to say that he he did it because he didn't know his name when they went to their little camping trip when uh he walked off and master p hey shawty like shawty and i'm looking like fam he has a name so he came out the little porter party like oh, you talking to me i'm like Fam, learn his name. His name was Tyran. Like you just saying that because you didn't know. Because <laughs> he's like he's not like, the masterpiece. He was like, "Where's Shawty go?" And they like, "Oh, Tyran. Oh yeah." And I'm like, because <laughs> he told Pep he was going. Yeah, I talked to him. I invited him. Like nigga, learn his name. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the show. But um, I'm just gonna make this mine on to to tighten this up. Muffin booty bag. <laughs> all right. So if everybody want to click the link to get the picture on up and watch, I'd like to see this. That's all right. I'm gonna read it. That's all right. I'm um, seeing it floating around the internet. I thought it was quite interesting because we've had these conversations, but this is a unique one. <clears throat> it's proof. Majority of y'all niggas be having a whole, <laughs> a whole capital oh letters God. sunken in muffin booty back and shaped like somebody old ass five guy French fry. <laughs> the fuck out of here. But y'all type oh of niggas God. love to body shame women, especially after having children and be wanting a woman with no waist, no stretch marks or sell you what they say, sell you leap. So you like big juicy ass and no back fat when in reality nobody is perfect and should be appreciated for their real beauty mm. and if you don't like it or appreciate it then move around hashtag woo child the audacity and he <laughs> shaped like phase on love um when he was naked a little booty on his back you know little head no neck you know oh my god first of all i just think that's very rude that they use that gentleman to create this topic <laughs> uh, um that gentleman has back. no just like <laughs> just like you're being attacked just, no, just like you'll attacked? see a woman and you be like eh, mm. eh, why she being attacked i, I, She's I didn't not attack here to her, her. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't create i didn't create a post or a status about oh, her and put it in the public forum well, she's basically a poster of status without being a poster of status how she's 
Please explain. Yeah, she got. What you think about? It's a false equivalency. It's a false no, it's equivalency. not. No, it's not because you're creating a it's meme a that's not that's not put up. This there. guy is up here in group Nigga, chats. He was like phase on love. That was in a movie. But second of all, who, uh, who sent this in a group chat? Don't send me this shit. The fuck? <laughs> not the. I mean, it, wasn't, it was in a particular group chat. My nigga, if you look like that, don't send me that shit. <laughs> I already got to see it in person. Let me stop. <laughs> see, you know, muffin booty bag. Um, muffin booty bag. I forgot my train. You got a muffin booty bag? Mm, uh, clearly, I don't. Um, clip. Oh yeah. Too much ass. ass. Out, yeah. <laughs> got a muffin bag. <sighs> I wish y'all would refrain from my body. Thank you very body much. Body shaming you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're body shaming me. Thank you very much. No body shaming. That. You will be putting you down for your size. You yeah. are putting me down for my size. You're laughing. You you sit. You just sat there and <laughs> you went all in the back. I wish we had a camera. You would because seen you got this. a big ass. You're disrespectful. Like why? You all want big I have asses. I have agents. <laughs> that was clever. Um, <laughs> I have agency over my own body, and you don't have the right to talk about the agency of my body. This Shut is my up. body and my soul. Please, you be you just talked about the girl with the t- <laughs> and the girl with the makeup. I just, no, I, no I, I said that was just too much for me. That's all flash. I said. That's all I said. I said that's too much for me. I didn't say she's ugly or anything like that. I said it's too much for me. I'm not talking about her face. It's about her titties. Yeah, and I said it's too much for me. I that's wouldn't. That's what I, I did. I not say that. No. Okay. Of course not. Okay. All right. Anyway, what what are your thoughts? So you think that's it's wrong that you know? <laughs> Dude, try to take it somewhere and dropped it. <laughs> Cause I look at you, and you just staring at me. You shut up. You're taking your hair all wild and stuff like that. You know? Damn. Is okay. it is it not wild? It's, that's not the truth. She said I look like Joe Dirt. Well, I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't say all that. I just think it's in its natural state. Form. At the top, y'all basically. Yeah, I'm braiding my hair, and the crown is still out. I got like episode it. one. No, I was taking them out. Oh. Um, I agree. I think a lot of guys, I'm just gonna put it generally, not everybody, but a lot of guys be expecting you to be out here looking like Bernice Burgos and shaped like this or whatever you like. That's you know, with, with, I think that's Lunell said, no cell you leak, like mm-hmm. none of that extra shit that's very natural, even for a little woman to have. I got a couple scratch marks, you know, shit like that. But all of a sudden, niggas like tiger stripes. But um, yeah, I just think that you know, for you to be looking. <laughs> <laughs> So like a cat. Who's that? Yeah. Right? It just had chicken. <laughs> well, they got two pieces. That wasn't that was you? That was oh. Lassie. Oh, Lassie. That wasn't even my stomach. Oh, it was oh. throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we some lemon tea. It's really good. But anyway, I just think, uh, you know, a lot of guys. Don't throat shame me. Oh, my God. I'm trying to help you Uh-oh, heal. Boss. But, um... <laughs> They do that shit when they be out here looking like Faze on Love from the back. Like, like somebody hit him in the ass with a book bag. Like, fam. I mean, for men, like, this is the thing. For men, I saw a stat. It made sense. It's like, for men, if you're ugly, you we're just ugly. Ain't no makeup that can help us. Ain't nothing. If you're ugly, you're ugly. That's like when Cat Williams said, when he's like, I look in the mirror, like, men, you be like, man, I got a big ass nose. Fuck it, I got a big ass you have to maneuver but y'all have the way y'all can contour your face do all the little well, shit that y'all can do but no all y'all doing more y'all doing the line and shit the box line and the little I mean now we have beard, that stuff the technology has improved but I mean they shit been there been, I remember <laughs> you know? I was in high school one nigga shit was melting I'm like nigga <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy I'm like is your line and draw um Oh, I mean, but some dudes, some dudes are able to get away with that. Like, just, yeah. they just move, maneuver and, and move around. But yeah, y'all can... like his bae, his face slide down. Like, hold on. <laughs> his face slide down. I mean, I've seen a woman, <laughs> I saw a woman that had big, She's huge breasts, and it was and makeup. Shit. It was makeup. Like, it was makeup, whole face, and then they, take the, then they show the picture of them taking it off, and it's like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh my God. It's just, I don't, I don't. 
I don't know. Great, but I'm talking about you being shaped like Faison Love. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shape. You can't help it. <laughs> I, I don't. I Great. Don't so, but go what what she's saying is, I get. It. I know what she's saying. I, I mean, it's just you, you ugly. You ugly. I'm just saying, y'all can y'all can fix yourself. We niggas can. Niggas Kanye can definitely get in shape. Huh? He ain't what you talking about. Him. Kanye got liposuction, so he won't be shaped like Faison. Or he could work out. Right, y'all got options. Yeah, we work out just like we do. But y'all don't say, don't say we because all y'all don't. Right, clearly. some of y'all be big news. I, you know, I said we, I, like we, we can work out. Yes, we can. We can do it. We, yes, if you choose not to, you don't have to. We can. But couldn't break us okay. And if you choose to be a muffin booty back, don't be out here saying I want my girl to look like Bernice Burgos. Right. Why can't he? Why can't he not say only that? Bernice Burgos look like Bernice Burgos? Maybe right. Bernice Burgos want him. That's it. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe. I, come on now, like you can't tell her what you turn it up too high now. Ah! <laughs> I'm screwing that ear. Uh, but maybe, maybe he can. Maybe he can. Um, maybe that's what she wants. I, I mean, I can't sit there and say that. You can't sit there and say that. that sit, sit here in my face right now. And tell me right was, now. She was in a video with DJ that if, that if she walked up to him, like say she. Walked in the room that, and though. she saw his ass standing on the balcony like she that. She wouldn't say. And if that nigga got a, a millionaire, is no, a, I didn't ask. I didn't put that in there. Okay. Do what I said. Okay, wait, say it one more time. She walk in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she doing in the room. Going. She walks yes. in. She go on the balcony to get you know fresh air, and he's standing mm-hmm. there like macho man looking over. His ass look just like dude in the picture. Oh, okay. First of all, one thing. Why? Why is he? Why he sees there and just, he's there don't, first? Don't matter, fam. So, yes, he would because he's there for a reason. So. She could be the maid. The fuck. You know, she, she's, gonna the say, maid. Uh, she's the maid. Oh, apparently, he got some money to be there. So no, yeah, she gonna he could be a, and nigga, he could a be regular. A, he could be the super eight. It's just a regular hotel <laughs> on Miami Beach. Like, what the <laughs> 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 We're taking away from their actual status. Right. I understand. Jeez, I understand. Pretend. Yeah, he's Damn. trying to answer the question. She's the cleanup lady. He's trying to deflect. I He going. She can look at my bed. So, so let me flip it. So, if you walk in the room and you see somebody that's shaped the way you don't like, somebody that's shaped, you know. You, you, what you gonna say? He gonna text us, y'all. This lady in my room. I wouldn't do. I would not do that. Yeah, you know I would not do that bullshit. You are lying, You're a liar. You You're know a what? We've been we've been doing this shit for two years now, doing and two. you, <laughs> uh, and you gonna sit here and tell me and that I would do something like that? I would. I would take a picture and show y'all. Like, look at this lady's body. I've done that. I've done that. Say say yes. It's not a point of you doing that. You will do it. No, I won't. Oh, shit, no, I won't. Okay, Moanja. No, I won't. You lying, dog. Don't lie. I'm lying, dog. <laughs> you know, he's lying when his voice gets No, exactly. I'm just saying, no, I, that's why I'm telling the truth. Moral of the story, Lassie. You muffin booty back, motherfuckers. Shut the fuck up. Period. I was just going to say that's that. Terrible. That's terrible. I, I, the views and there's nothing of no, no there's nothing wrong with having a preference is my last thing there's nothing exactly. wrong with having exactly. a preference perfect but when you're putting down women who are damn near the same shape as you you're doing a lot don't put them down just because you want a Bernice Burgos but I'm saying why do you have to put down the women who aren't shaped like Bernice Burgos that you want let them live over here let them live over here and go find your Bernice Burgos over there right period Period. Y'all do the same thing for niggas. I know that the niggas. I definitely do yeah, that. This nigga, no beard this no nigga ain't got no beard. This nigga ain't got no. What's the new thing y'all like now? I don't even know the fuck y'all. Beards are sexy. This ain't 19, 2005. I'm a slim thug and stuff. I got a boyfriend. So I don't care about none of that shit. I mean, whatever whatever your preference is, don't don't be knocking niggas because they got muffin tops. I don't care. Shit. Niggas, I fuck with having a beard. There you go. There you go. Sticky face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yuck. Who say? Rub that chain. You can hear that hair move. Donuts. All the women out here making their man look like glazed donuts. You done? As you finish or as you done? Quote of the week. Quote of the week. Um, let me go back to that. Zyvet, you can't have a glazed donut. Sick, man. You're so sick. Shut up. <laughs> my bloody face. My quote of the week. Uh, you know your period? Literally. Uh, <laughs> my, metal. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, How you know? You? <laughs> he got caught. <laughs> I did. It was an accident. Uh, it's an accident. Don't tell nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> say, uh, see you guys next week. <laughs> right. No empowerment. <laughs> we left off this motherfucker weak in the bitch. <laughs> anyway, like. <laughs> My quote oh, come from uh, Rob Hills. <laughs> Rob Hill Sr. Black people always adding mm-hmm. the damn S. That's the dude mm-hmm. Latoya was married to? For like two months, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I do. Now she cute. <laughs> it says, my life changed when I stopped wishing things were different. Mm-hmm. Acceptance taught me not to beg for different circumstances, but instead to make better choices. We can make it, baby. That is perfect. It goes right into my empowerment of the week. Damn. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Um, awesome. Uh, it's it's a gentleman here that he's out of Houston. Um, his name is Toby Nguegwe. Nguegwe, I think he's it's a uh, Nigerian, and he is a um he's a rapper. And what's so unique about him is that he used to be a D one um football player, linebacker, and um fortunately he got uh he his career ended due to a foot injury. Um, mm-hmm. and he's Nigerian American. So for those who don't know about Nigerians, they are very sticklers. Either you got to be a doctor lawyer or some type of engineer or something of a prestige uh, mm-hmm. uh, background in order to be, you know, for them to consider you successful. But he decided to take his talents and, and uh, actually become a uh, rapper. And uh, he's been making a name for himself uh, because all of his music is free. He just asks that people actually buy his merchandise. What is also unique, too, is that yeah. he doesn't cuss and curse in his music. Uh, his music is very inspirational. Um, and on top of that, he... Um, in his video, he always has his wife. And he actually, in his songs, he always talk about his wife, too. His wife, uh, just so happened to name be Fat. Um, and they're both from Houston. And, Her um, name Fat? Fat, F-A-T, yep. Um, she's out of um, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And um, I actually heard an a interview. I've seen him before. I caught him on Facebook one time. And his visuals are incredible. And he just have a small team around him. And they all just work together. And... What I want to uh, use for him as my empowerment is because his perseverance and te- uh, his tenacity. Um, he was a D-line linebacker. He was like number top five. Um, I forgot what year it was. Um, and after that injury, it was just like, what am I going to do next? And he decided to take on rapping. And, and he just so happened to come. Um, people were saying, like, you're good. You should do this. And he was like, I don't want to do that. And then he eventually got better at it. And um, even with his parents, Nigerian parents, telling him that, you know, we don't want you to be a rapper. You know, now they see him on the cover of magazines and doing interviews and stuff like that. Um, they're like, oh, my son, my son, this is my son, you know, stuff like that. So um, just take the fact that, you know, your life might be heading in one direction, but it's going to another direction. Um, if you got the perseverance and the tenacity and determination to to do what you want to do, no matter what you say, even the closest that even the ones that are close to you and love you, um, go ahead and do that and um, keep it moving. So shout out to Toby Nguegwe. Uh, if I'm saying your name incorrectly, I truly apologize but uh real quick his name actually has a meaning i think it means praise uh praise it's igbo for praise god um then no here you go right here new week way new week way there you go new week way um yeah so 
Check him out. He's a great rapper. Uh, all of his music is free. You can uh, you can stream him. Check out his visuals. His visuals tight. His flow is incredible. Um, this guy is really gonna um, he's really gonna be. He doesn't like I say he doesn't curse his music. He's really gonna be uh, the talk of the town. Uh, I'm telling nice. you, next couple of years. That's what's up. XYBO. Um, you question, got one question of the week. I got one. Yeah, I got another one that was sent to us. Um, so I mean we can. You know, save it for next week. But um, how much money is successful and or how much money is too much money? Mm. 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 I think successful is when you're uh, maybe wealthy. You have it, just not rich. You have it invested in some things and giving back to the community. And like you got two kids with a big ass house. <laughs> um, if you had to put a number on it, though. I ain't got one. Mm. Um, Ooh, no number. What's okay. uh the other part of it? Um, how much money is too much money? Okay, read the whole thing again. <laughs> how much money is successful, God. and how much money is too much money? Oh, uh, see, I don't have a number. Too much is just when I guess what I just said. When you just got too much, when you don't need it. Mm. You got an eighteen bedroom house, and there's two of you, motherfucker. <laughs> Come in. Just echo down the hall. <laughs> Fucking mm. done. Stop at room ten. Like fuck. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Just... I think once after you reach like the second double, like the double digits of the billions, I think that's just going too much. You got too much. Money. Yeah. You said double digits of the billions. Yes. Yeah, like once you hit ten billion plus, like. You like, said I just need a billion. <laughs> I just need a billion. Um, and I can and I can billion? stay right there. Uh, successful. Uh, I I would uh agree with Reese. Um, when you have the resources to do. Um, you live to live comfortable, uh, comfortably, but also, Comfort. uh, but also be able to um help Fuck others. Ass. Then um, yeah, you can, yeah, you can. Uh, but I don't the number. I would say roughly about three. Mm, I would say the double double digits millions. Like no, the maybe like the sixty-seven million. I think that's successful. Sixty-seven, seventy million. Like I said, it's just a rough number. I, I mean, whatever you, you feel like. Sixty million dollars. I mean, that's enough to have. You can have several places in the in the country around the world. Um, and like oh, I said, say something. Say something. Yeah. Say so. something. What about you, <laughs> Um, I don't know. When I thought about the first part of, um, you know, um, the successful part. If I had to put a number on it, I would say for someone like me. I'm saying, you know, like fifteen million dollars. Like I'll say thirty for me. You know, that to me that's successful. Like I can live comfortably for a while. I mean, while still investing money into other things, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Um, I think too much money is kinda like when you when you start spending money on stupid shit. That's how you know you just got too much money. Like Scott Storch. Yeah. Not to go off subject, but I was watching this episode of American Grey with this young dude. He was like 19 or 21. He killed his damn parents and his little sister over some fucking money because he was addicted to fucking Versace and Ray-Bans wow. and wow. Louboutins and they lived somewhere in fucking Oklahoma. Before I ask, is he? Yes, he's <laughs> of the other. His um parents had like a newspaper business Occasion. or some shit. So they had, they had a decent life as his little sister friend was like, she wasn't like him, like as far as materialistic, but she loved her brother. But he was stealing his grandma credit cards. And, mm, that's and disgusting. And she had dementia and writing checks, and his parents kept cutting them off. The motherfucker went to college, tried to set it up, drove down to Dallas, stole his mama credit card after he killed him. 
came back and act like he didn't know nothing. I'm like, that little motherfucker. He's only mm. like 21 now, but it's just sad. Like, I hope he got life in prison. Mm-hmm, he did. And I think- He uh, killed too many people to not. Mm. He said mm. he killed his mom because she was at home and his sister. And then it was like, because he wouldn't, they took, he took a minute to say he did anything until the dude was like, listen. And he was like, they was like, well, um, how long before your dad came home? He's like, about an hour. He said, so you sat there and there was, stood at your mom yeah. and there was the dead bodies for an hour? And how then, was his sister? She was two years younger than him. He was born in 95. She was born in 97. Oh, wow. And then like, it's funny because they got the last footage of their house camera. The dad was talking to the police because he was washing his car and he noticed his, gu- his gun was going out of the car. And it's funny that they're newspaper people because, you know, they get the dirt and shit. So they didn't put, obviously put all that shit in the newspaper. So the people in the neighborhood didn't really know. But they, uh, the dude was like, um, I want to say my son did it, but I'm not sure that he stole the gun, but he really did. I was like. He was just fucked up. Like, your family, like, all be, and then he couldn't touch his trust until he was 21. And now he's like 21. So mm. it's just sad. Like, you that greedy. They said he stole, they said he stole his grandma's credit card and, and he was buying shit. And then he took her information, opened up a whole new credit card. And for the summer, went on a whole trip to Paris, London, Louis Vuitton luggage just to try, like, what? Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. it was sad. But anyway, it's the one American to save my coins. It's on Hulu. Look. I just be, you know, being nosy. Anyway, uh, episode 84. Hey guys, for that one. It's a long one. Yeah, it's pretty long. It was fun, though. We had some good topics. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, I am Reese Berry. That's R E S E B E R A. Four Ys. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, and Instagram. Lassie. I'm Lassie at Lola Baby on Snapchat, B A Y B E E. And on Instagram and Twitter at LaCrim Lola. Mwani. And it's your boy Mwanjay. That's M W A N J E. You can follow me on all social media platforms. That's Mwanjay, Uganda for Leopard. Thank you for listening to 84 of Young, Black, and Opinionated. And we out, people. Breakfast Club. See you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>